to address the people of the world. Um, As millions of our citizens continue we're going to, to listen to <coughs> Mr. Trumpy's UN General Assembly full speech on C-SPAN. This was 2018. He's wearing a blue tie. Assistance and aid. Uh, September 1917. And he he sp he draws derisive laughter. That's what I'm looking for. Huh. Oh my God! The best speech in the history of USA in the one. He's the one president. Wow, just only like positive comments. It's crazy. <clears throat> These must be bots. These are bots. In the United States today than ever before. Companies are moving uh, back, creating job growth the likes of which our country has not seen in a very long time. And it has just been announced that we will be spending almost $700 billion Where's the derisive on laughter? our military and defense. That's what I was looking for, the derisive laughter. <clears throat> um, you know, it's, it's, uh, I found a clip of it on NBC News uh, under the title, President Trump Addresses Derisive Laughter at UN Speech. And guess what? It's, uh, it's silenced. There's no audio in this clip. But it's on Facebook, so <clears throat> maybe I'm just being a little, um, what do you call it, uh, paranoids. But, you know, like they say, only the paranoid survive. Or that's my, uh, that's my expression. I'm claiming that only the paranoid survive. And that surely is true in Mr. Trump's speech because uh, this dude is the most paranoid person in, on the planet. And uh, he's still not in jail, you know, like for all the crimes that he actually did commit. He said it's Duper's delight. And Dr. I mean, uh, Noam Chomsky, the most cited scholar on the planet in the world. He said on Democracy Now! that Trump was the worst, quote, worst criminal in human history, unquote. The worst criminal in human history. Just let that, you know, set in. I'm pretty sure that he had this audio taken off. That he doesn't want, um, he doesn't want the world to see that. And, um, <clears throat> yeah, he probably threatened to sue them <laughs> unless they yanked the, um, unless they yanked the audio. Anyway, so, uh, you know, when I was first looking for it, so the audio is pulled on that NBC clip that's through Facebook, but maybe if I go to Facebook... Um, just search on my, cause I don't, I just don't have Facebook on that computer, computer. Hi, I'm Christopher Governor, and I have some great news for y'all. 
You know Trump's true social media platform? Well, it's tanking. It only got 500,000 signups instead of 74 million. If you want to see Trump in jail, sign my petition below. Unity, sanity, and justice for all. <laughs> I am Christopher Governator, and I have some great news for y'all. You know Trump's true social media platform? Well, it's tanking. It only got 500,000 signups instead of 74 million. If you want to see Trump in jail, sign my petition below. Unity, sanity, and justice for all. I'm trying to get all. some good derisive laughter. Christopher Governator, and I have some great news for y'all. You know Trump's true social media platform? Looking for well, it's tanking. It only got 500,000 signups. Burn what it cut. Stick your finger up your butt. Unity, sanity, and justice for all. Hi, I'm Christopher Governor, and I have some great news for y'all. You know Trump's true social media platform? Well, it's tanking. It only got 500,000 signups instead of 74 million. If you want to see Trump in jail, sign my petition below. Unity, sanity, and justice for all. Hi, I'm Christopher Governor, and I have some great news for y'all. You know Trump's true social media That's what we need. We need more derisive laughter. Signups instead of 74 million. If you want to see Trump in jail, sign my petition below. Ha ha, what a burn, what a cut. Stick your finger up your butt. some great news for y'all. You know Trump's true social media platform? Well, it's tanking. It only got 500,000 signups instead of 74 million. Ha ha ha. Sign my petition below. Unity Sanders. Ha 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 ha. Hi, I'm Christopher Governor, and I have some great news for y'all. You know Trump's true social media platform? Well, it's tanking. It only got 500,000 signups instead of 74 million. If you want to see Trump's social media platform, well, it's tanking. It only got 500,000 signups instead of 74 million. If you want to see Trump's social media platform, well, it's tanking. It only got 500,000 signups instead of 74 million. Okay, so what I'm doing is that I'm working on it. I'm working on this. I'm like going to add this derisive laughter. Laugh derisively at him. Okay, so uh, I'm going to go back to TikTok, actually. I'm going to go back to uh, TikTok. And I'm going to film with yet another phone. It's a cease and desist, Kevin, at DHS and all all the other sensors. And uh, stop fucking, like, going around in circles run my house at uh for four hours every night stupid ass pima county board of supervisors cease and desist that's what i should do i should put in um i should put in a, a formal complaint against pima county board of supervisors for um harassment and noise pollution
right? But as you can see, these beings are huge. The humans that are on side of them could easily fit into their mouths. A lot of people don't know that the whole, the main reason that the earth was flooded, and if you don't believe me, go check your Bible, go look at it. You see in Genesis 6, that the angels came down, they had sex with the women, they created giants, and then the earth had to be flooded. Now, that makes a lot more sense, because God only needed 10 feet of water to flood, or maybe 20 feet of water to drown out all the dang people. That wouldn't have been hard. You know, even 100 feet of water would have been size people. But if you have people that are 450 feet tall or in between the, the 50 or 100 feet and, and 400 feet tall, you know, you're going to need a lot of water because they can climb, they can jump. We don't know if they have the ability to fly like their fathers. I mean, but clearly it shows that I am archaeologist. The, the dude with the wings on shoes and all this old stuff. You know, of course, they've made it kind of like a comic booky type whatever, but in, re in reality. This is why the, the earth was flooded. And these guys, they started bestiality. Pressing for they started, um, um, the Smithsonian. Um, because their appetites were insatiable. Because they were half human and half... Um, uh, Smithsonian to account for all of the multitude of discoveries around USA. That's basically what this... Created, and world they had magical abilities. Comma. These are the people that uh, built the um, pyramids and all of these massive um, of um, these giant skeletons. Can't figure out how they built them and the machinery that they used. They didn't use machinery. They used their hands. They didn't need to. If something's 450 feet tall. <clears throat> a big block like that won't be. Yes, comma. The Bible work. even talks about the giants, comma the titans. Right, part three. So yeah, <laughs> these people are compared to them. Even the Bible them? talks about this race of giants. Y'all see how big them people are? And they'll tell us that these don't exist, but... Egyptians that are very, very old. Relics found in Grand Canyon! Exclamation point. Um, this is the thing. Um, As Arizona Governor, comma, we will you go to the Apocrypha, find the truth. And Exclamation the book of point. Enoch 1 is on there. The book of Adam and Eve is on there. All of these books, the book of Jasher, <laughs> the book of Enoch, um, the book of Noah. Who even knew it was the book of Noah? I didn't until about six years ago, right? So there are all of these books that we have been told that are lost, right? And it's because they prove that things like this are real. This is why they say that those books are lost and hidden. But I'm here to tell y'all they're not lost. I'm also here to tell you that if you Google some of the names that I mentioned in the first video, literally giant people come up, right? What's really crazy is what they did um, in, in history and in, in the last probably 2,000 years, 1,000 years, I don't know, they've changed the names of it so we don't know where to go look, right? But as you can see, these beings are huge. The humans that are on side of them could easily fit into their mouths. They could easily fit into their mouth. And a lot of people don't know that the whole, the main reason that the earth was flooded, and if you don't believe me, go check your Bible, go look at it. You see in Genesis 6 that the angels came down, they had sex with the women, they created giants, and then the earth had to be flooded. Now, that makes a lot more sense because God only needed 10 feet of water to flood or maybe 20 feet of water to drown out all the dang people. That wouldn't have been hard. You know, even 100 feet of water would have drowned regular-sized people. But if you have people that are 450 feet tall or in between the, the 50 or 100 feet and, and 400 feet tall, yeah, you're going to need a lot of water because they can climb, they can jump. We don't know if they have the ability to fly like their fathers. I mean, but clearly it shows that the mythological guys, some of them, the, the dude with the wings on his shoes and all this old stuff, you know, <laughs> of course they've made it.
kind of like a comic bookie type, whatever. But in, re in reality, died. this is why the, the earth was flooded. These guys, they started bestiality. They started just this. Um, 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 cannibalism because their appetites were insatiable. Because they were half human and half um, <clears throat> uh, <God>. angel. <laughs> Then there were certain things, it was like the DNA didn't mix, so it almost made like a rabbit dog, in a sense. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know how you make dogs too close and then they be crazy? That's basically <laughs> what this created. Even though they had magical abilities, these are the people that uh, built the um, pyramids and all of these massive um, monolithic structures that we can't figure out how they built them and the machinery that they used, they didn't use machinery. They used their hands. They didn't need to. If something's 450 feet tall, a big block like that won't be anything for them to move. See how big these people I'm gonna pod I'm podcasting about this they, right now. Y'all see how big these people are? And they'll tell us that these don't exist, but I have a very, very old show. that tell a different story. Um, this is the thing. Um, sacredtext.org, if you go to the Apocrypha, and the Book of Enoch 1 is on there, the Book of Adam and Eve is on there, all of these books, the Book of Jasher, <clears throat> Enoch, um, the Book of Noah, who even knew the Book of Noah? I didn't until about six years ago, right? So there are all of these books that have, we have been told that are no. lost, right? And Going it's because to. they prove that things like this are real. This is why they say that those books are lost and hidden. But I'm here to tell See you all other lost. I'm also context. here to tell you that. If you Google some of the okay, things that I mentioned in the first video, point, giant point, people point, up, right? Bless What's your heart. really crazy is what they did um, in, in history in, in the last probably 2,000 years, 1,000 years, I don't know. They've changed the names of it, so we don't know where to go look, right? Heart. But as you can see, these beings are huge. Heart. The humans that are on side of them could easily fit into their mouth. They can easily fit into the mouth. And a lot of people don't know that the whole, the main reason. I'm going to rewind about the lost books right there. This is why they say that those books are lost. <laughs> I'm here to tell y'all they're not lost. I'm also here to tell you from about six years ago, right? So there are all of these books that we have on there. All of these books, the Bush, book of Jasher, the book of Enoch, um, the book of Noah. Who even knows the book of Noah? I didn't until about six years ago, right? <laughs> wow. These books that we have been told that are lost, right? And it's because they prove that What's really crazy is what they did um, in, in history in, in the last probably 2,000 years, 1,000 years, I don't know. They've changed the names of it, so we don't know where to go look, right? But as you can see, these beings are huge. The humans that are on side of them could easily fit into their mouth. They could easily fit into their mouth. And a lot of people don't know that the whole, the main reason that the earth was flooded, and if you don't believe it, don't take your Bible, go look at it. You see in Genesis 6. That the angels came down, they had sex with the women, they created giants, and then the earth had to be flooded. Now, that makes a lot more sense, because God only needed 10 feet of water to flood, or maybe 20 feet of water to drown out all the Oh, gods. The Bible down. talks about gods.
<clears throat> a god's angel um figure whatever flooded the earth period You say a god's figure flooded the earth. <clears throat> um, Bible actually says gods, comma, plural, exclamation points, exclamation points. Um, plural. Uh, God's plural. Um, and, um, uh, that passage. Passage about proof. Okay, proof. Here's your fucking proof. God's with an S. Hello, Elohim, which is plural. Made in our image. Made in our image. Curiouser and curiouser. Reference to Alice in Wonderland. <clears throat> okay, so, um, by the way, okay, so this, this awesome individual is, uh, Trova <coughs> underscore Serka found near Find underscore near uh, the the trova is like Italian Cerca, but that's Italian. Maybe she's she's Italian and black black Italian. <laughs> that's a cool mixture. Uh, giant Book of Noah, Lost Books. Okay. Oops, I went to the wrong one. Okay, I'm going to uh, her page right now, and I'm gonna just find the one that I just watched. Wow, she's got some. Great stuff! I'm so excited. So excited to find this person. Okay. Um. So excited to find you. This autodidact, polymath, empath, <laughs> nerd, history buff, <clears throat> sapio. Sapiosexual means uh, attracted to people's minds. Um, which is cool. Okay, she's got, she's got 20,000, 29,000 followers. That's a lot. That is a lot. So let's find if, if I can just find the one I just watched. Okay, this is gonna, this is gonna take a binge. 
but I'm going to go into this right, one that's so, black TikTok books of Enoch. And then you see how big those people are. The Egyptians been telling us. They've been telling us what was going on. If you look at all of the old ancient Egyptian hieroglyphs, they show big cows and little cows. They show big people and little people. And that and people will try to tell you that that denotes status. No, it's because those columns over there that they still can't move to this day were not built by normal size people. They were built by the Nephilim. And what a lot of people don't know is that the race of women that the giants went um i mean excuse me the angels went and 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 um created their children with were the egyptian who eventually end up be, becoming the egyptian women okay um this is why the ancient civilizations had electricity before everybody this is why they still can't figure out how they got stuff to you know do what it was doing back then is because the fathers of the people that built those ancient cities um, were angels. And you can go and read their literature, and it talks about these gods and um, these different named people that had these abilities. And actually, what a lot of people don't know is this, too, that a lot of the people that um, they try to say that the Egyptians, like um, Anu and all of these different people, they were real people. They were not deities. They were the giant's children, and yes, they were worshipped, and yes, they had magical abilities, and they could do magic, and, you know, had all these different powers and stuff like that. That's exactly why the Egyptians are still the smartest civilization um, um, on the planet, is because of this secret knowledge that they got from the angels. You know, this is how they were able to stop the sun from moving and to, to, to make a sun. What China's doing right now, trying to make this sun, or they made that sun, the Egyptians already did that. That's not anything new. They did that a long time ago. And um, so so when you're reading the Bible and when you are studying these ancient books and literature, it don't matter what you study, because I've, I've read from all of the different um, cultures and they all have these stories, y'all, that there was these people that came down. There was these beings that came down from another place, aliens, whatever you want to call them. But I know that they were angels, and that just means from another place. And they helped build all these monolithic structures that we see around the world that are so smart cells and so advanced in technology cells, we, we can't even figure out how to move one block. They still can't move some of the blocks that are in Israel. They cannot mm -hmm. move them. Even when they fall, when they you know, when they crumble, they can't move them. So you can't tell me that regular humans did that because we're still regular humans and we're supposed to be so smart. We don't have this technology why we can't move their blocks. Mm -hmm. All right, y'all. Giants five. part so, five. Do y'all see that little man down there at the bottom of that, that um, cop? Okay. All right. Um, we're going backwards. Let's go back to the part one. All right, man. She coughed, so I add her to the tally. <laughs> the nerd nobody oh, wanted to see. Now, I ain't never seen anybody do nobody. She called, so I didn't tell her. I just saw my uncle Supermodel. She called, so I had to tell Supermodel. Comma like me. Exclamation points. Exclamation points. Here we go, part one. So, this is a fragment from the book of Noah that was taken out of the Bible. 
and it talks about the giants and how they came about. Now, if you go to Genesis chapter 6, verse 1, and start there, um, and read down to about, mm, I think it's like the seventh verse, um, the first thing that it says is the same as this up here. It says, And it came to pass, when the children of men had multiplied in those days, there were born unto them beautiful and comely daughters, and the <laughs> angels, keyword, angels, the children of heaven saw them and lusted after them and said, let us come once, um, let us choose one, you know, basically choose a wife for ourselves. We're going to go through that. So with that being said, if you Google the word Nephilim, right, and you look up bones, there are thousands upon thousands upon thousands of actual photos. As a matter of fact, if you Google Nephilim um, National Geographic, what happens is this huge skull comes up, and then you see two, two humans. You see a human standing in the skull, which is about our size, and then you see a man down by the hip bone, um, and he's easily probably six feet, but he looks like he's about this big, like an ant compared to these bones. Now, we've all heard which the is what they describe story and Jack and the Beanstalk and all that, and we've been told it's all fairy tales, but <laughs> there were 200 races of giants listed in the Bible, Okay. And some of them were the Amalekites, the Amorites, the Anakims, um, the Ashdothites, the Aviums, the Aviites, the Canaanites. The, it's just a whole bunch of names, right? Gergesites, Gittites, Canaanites, um, the Zamzumans, the Zebuzites, Zebuzites, and the Zuzumans, right? So there was more, but those are just some of the names. So when you go and you're researching, of course, you. You can just Google giants, but when you're researching the giants, when you find out that the human mothers and these angels, when they created these giants, it says that they were 300 L's. Well, an L is a unit of measurement. It's the, the length between your elbow to the end of your middle finger, and that's between 18 and 21 inches. So if you multiply, I'm sorry, y'all, I'm outside. If you multiply, um, 300 times 18 or 300 times 21 and then divide that by um, 12 inches, it ends up being 450 feet tall, right? And we think, oh my God, no, I don't believe that. Oh, okay. Well, in the Smithsonian, they have these bones and they're hidden down in their vaults. You know what I'm saying? They know that these things exist. This is why a lot of the anthropo anthropologists um, are, and, and people like that, they're going to paleontologists. They go, all right, Mrs. Skies Rain, here's your video, honey. So, this is um, a fragment from the book of Noah that was taken out of the Bible. Um, and it talks about the giants and how they came about. Now, if you go to Genesis chapter 6, verse 1, and start there, um, and read down to about, mm, I think it's like the seventh verse. Um, the first thing that it says is the same as this up here. It says, And it came to pass when the children of men had multiplied in those days, there were born unto them beautiful and comely daughters. And the angels, keyword, angels, the children of heaven saw them and lusted after them and said, Let us come once, um, let us choose one, you know, basically choose a wife for ourselves. We're going to go through that. So, with that being said, if you Google the word Nephilim, right, and you look up bones, there are thousands upon thousands upon thousands of actual photos. As a matter of fact, if you Google Nephilim um, National Geographic, 
what happens is this huge skull comes up, and then you see two two humans. You see a human standing in the skull, which is about our size, and then you see a man down by the hip bone. Um, and he's easily probably six feet, but he looks like he's about this big, like an ant compared to these bones. Now, we've all heard the fee five fo fun story and Jack and the Beanstalk and all that, and we've been told it's all fairy tales. But there were 200 races of giants listed in the Bible, okay? And some of them were the Amalekites, the Amorites, the Anakims, um, the Ashdothites, the Aviums, the Aviites, the Canaanites. The, it's just a whole bunch of names, right? Girgashites, Gittites, the Jebusites, um, the Zamzumans, the Zebuzites, Zebuzites, and the Zuzumans, right? So there was more, but those are just some of the names. So when you go and you're researching, of course, you you can just Google giants, but when you're researching the giants, when you find out that the human mothers and these angels, and these giants, it says that they were 300 L's. Well, an L is a unit of measurement. It's the, the length between your elbow to the end of your middle finger, and that's between 18 and 21 inches. So if you multiply, I'm sorry, y'all, I'm outside. If you multiply, um, 300 times 18 or 300 times 21 and then divide that by um, 12 inches, it ends up being 450 feet tall, right? And we think, oh my God, no, I don't believe that. Oh, okay. Well, in the Smithsonian, they have these bones and they're hidden down in their vaults. You know what I'm saying? They know that these things exist. This is why a lot of the anthropo anthropologists um, are, and, and people like that, they're going to paleontologists. They go... All right, Mrs. I think we should, um, your video, honey. So, we should for you, Smithsonian. Um, a fragment from the Book of Noah that was taken out of the Bible. Um, and it talked about the giants and how they came about. Now, I think Genesis, we should FOIA the Smithsonian exclamation point. Um, it's our mm, taxpayer money like that pays verse. their salaries, um, the comma, it's our it collective human history exclamation point. Support my campaign for governor. And the angels, keyword angels, the children of heaven saw them and lusted after them and said, let us come one, um, let us choose one, you know, basically choose a wife for ourselves. We don't go through that. So, with that being said, if you Google the word Nephilim, right, and you look Support up my bones, gubernatorial campaign, comma, rather, exclamation points, HTTPS, colon, slash, slash, HTTPS, National Geographic, what happens is this huge skull comes up, and then you see two two humans. You see a human standing in the skull, which is about our size, and then you see a man down by the hip bone, um, and he's easily probably six feet, but he looks like he's about this big, like an ant compared to these bones. Now, we've all heard the fee-fi-fo fun story and Jack and the Beanstalk and all that, and we've been told it's all fairy tales, but... SF6J. There were 200 races of giants listed in the Bible. Okay. okay, so and some of them right. Okay, so <laughs> all right, y'all. Part, part two. two. So this is why the anthropologists and paleontologists. This is why they know where to go look because they actually read these books. Um, there is a book by a guy. Um, I think his name is R.H. Charlesworth or R.H. Charles. You have to get it if you want to study the lost books. If you want to read the books that are um were taken out of the Bible prior to King James, this is the book you need to get. Um, 
because there's like a hundred or more books of the Bible that they took out. So anyway, back to what I was saying. So if you can see up here, right about there, it says that there were 200 angels that descended onto a mountain. And I actually looked this mountain, like Mount Hermon, they've changed the name of it, but it's actually Mount Armand. And it's a real place, which is really crazy. Like it's still over there. It's like the Arabian Peninsula or something like that, somewhere in that area. So basically these 200 angels said, you know what? Oh, girl booty is real fat. And I know dad is going to be mad at us, but I need to see what these human men are, why, why these women are driving these you know, these men are crazy, basically. So they made a pact, all 200 of them, um, to go down and, and, and get wives and create these giants. Well, a lot of people don't know that the mythological god Zeus, uh, uh, Hermes, uh, Nike, all of those people, these are their kids, y'all. The, the, the Titans and all of that. These were the uh, product of human women and giants sleeping together and it's all over and in our face everywhere and we just don't know what to look for so then we believe that it's you know not a real story but each one of these angels had a special gift they were angels of the water angels of you know that guarded the ground so their children were going to have all of these same abilities you see what i'm saying and this is where the mythological gods got all of their powers and how they were able to be huge and then small and then all of these different things because just like their fathers they could blend in or not you know and even in like percy jackson and movies like that you see that the you know zeus and all these people they could be huge and then they could be small well they didn't get that from just anywhere these the information is here for us um and if you take the time to actually study the bible and not just read it it pops out at you if you go and you even read the story of joshua and the two spies when joshua went over there he was going into canaan he said we are as grasshoppers to these people and they see us as such so if you think about a human person and a grasshopper on their toe if these human men if they were to get on this person's toe, they look like the size of a grasshopper. How big were these people? A lot of people don't know that the reason that the Israelites were scared to lot, uh, go to war with a lot of these different people that are listed in the Bible is because they were giants. They were not, and I'm not talking about nine feet. I'm not talking about 12 feet. I'm talking about hundreds of feet tall. And we see that in the videos where you see all these little people tying up a big giant. Okay, they get that from somewhere. They get it from... All right, y'all, part two. So this is why the anthropologists and paleontologists, this is why they know where to go look, because they actually read these books. Um, there is... Okay, it says, let us all swear, uh, him and said, let us all swear an oath and all bind ourselves by mutual imprecations not to abandon this plan, but to do this thing. Five, then they swear, they all together, and bound themselves by mutual imprecations upon it. And they were in all two hundred who descended in the days of Jared on the summit of Mount Hermon and called it Mount Hermon because they had bound by mutual imprecations upon it. Um, she, her head's in the way, so I'm just reading what I can read. Fascinating. Fascinating! Exclamation points. I'm an honors graduate of Oxford University, comma, Berkeley, comma, Taipei Medical University, comma, and I am so impressed with your research. Exclamation point, exclamation point. When I'm governor,
autodidact, self-taught. The book by a guy, um, I think his name is R.H. Charlesworth, or R.H. Charles. You have to get it if you want to study the lost books, if you want to read the books that are um, were taken out of the Bible prior to King James, this is the book you need to get. Um, because there's like a hundred or crab more salad. books in the Bible that he took out. So anyway, back to what I was saying. So, if you can see up here, right about there, it says that there were 200 angels that descended onto a mountain. And I actually looked this mountain, like Mount Hermon, they've changed the name of it, but it's actually Mount Hermon. And it's a real place, which is really crazy. Like, it's still over there. It's like the Arabian Peninsula or something like that, somewhere in that area. So, check it out. Basically, these 200 angels said, You know what? Oh, girl booty is real fat. <laughs> and I know dad is going to be mad at us, but I need to see what these human men are, why, why these women are driving these, you know, these men crazy, basically. <laughs> so, they made a pact, all 200 of them. Um, to go down and, and, and get wise and create these giants. Well, a lot of people don't know that the mythological god Zeus, uh, uh, Hermes, uh, Nike, all of those people, these are their kids, y'all. The, the, the Titans and all of that. These were the uh, product of human women and giants sleeping together. And it's all over and in our face everywhere, and we just don't know what to look for. So then we believe that it's, you know, not a real story. But each one of these angels had a special gift. There were angels of the water, angels of, you know, that guarded the ground. So their children were going to have all of these same abilities. You see what I'm saying? And this is where the mythological gods got all of their powers and how they were able to be huge and then small and then all of these different things because just like their fathers, they could blend in or not, you know? And even in, like, Percy Jackson and movies like that, you see that the, you know, Zeus and all these people, they could be huge and then they could be small. Well, they didn't get that from just anywhere. These, the information is here for us. Um, and if you take the time to actually study the Bible and not just read it, it pops out at you. If you go and you even read the story of Joshua and the two spies, when Joshua went over there, he was going into Canaan. He said, we are as grasshoppers to these people and they see us as such. So if you think about a human person and a grasshopper on their toe, if these human men, if they were to get on this person's toe, they look like the size of a grasshopper. How big were these people? A lot of people don't know that the reason that the Israelites were scared to lie, uh, go to war with a lot of these different people that are listed in the Bible is because they were giants. They were not, and I'm not talking about nine feet. I'm not talking about 12 feet. I'm talking about hundreds of feet tall. And we see that in the videos where you see all these little people tying up a big giant. Okay, they get that from somewhere. They get it from... All right, y'all, part two. So this is why the anthropologists and paleontologists, this is why they know where to go look, because they actually read these books. Um, there is a book... I do podcasts um, on these books. I think his name is R.H. Charlesworth. Or R.H. Charles. Noah. You have to get... All right, Oops. Mrs. Guys. All right, part three. So y'all see how big these people are compared to them? Do y'all see that? Y'all see how big them people are? And they'll tell us that these don't exist, but I have books that are very, very old that tell a different story. Um, this is the thing. Um, sacredtext.org, if you go to the Apocrypha, and the book of Enoch 1 is on there, the book of Adam and Eve is on there, all of these books, the book of Jasher, the book of Enoch, um, the book of Noah, who even knew it was the book of Noah? I didn't until about six years ago, right? So there are all these yeah, books there's probably that, audio that are lost, right? Possibly. And it's because they prove that things like this are real.
this is why they say that those books are lost and hidden. But I'm here to tell y'all they're not lost. I'm also here to tell you that if you Google some of the names that I mentioned in the first video, literally giant people come up, right? What's really crazy is what they did um, in, in history and in, in the last probably 2,000 years, 1,000 years, I don't know. They've changed the names of it so we don't know where to go look. Right. But as you can see, these beings are huge. The humans that are on side of them could easily fit into their mouth. They could easily fit into the mouth. And a lot of people don't know that the whole the main reason that the earth was flooded. And if you don't believe me, go check your Bible. Go look at it. You see in Genesis six that the angels came down. They had sex with the women. They created giants. And then the earth had to be flooded. Now, that makes a lot more sense because God only needed 10 feet of water to flood or maybe 20 feet of water to drown out all the dang people. That wouldn't have been hard. You know, even 100 feet of water would have drowned regular sized people. But if you have people that are 450 feet tall or in between the, the 50 or 100 feet and, and 400 feet tall, yeah, you're going to need a lot of water because they can climb, they can jump. We don't know if they had the ability to fly like their fathers. I mean, but clearly it shows that the mythological gods, some of them, the, the dude with the wings on his shoes and all of this old stuff, you know, of course they've made it kind of like a comic booky type whatever, but in, re in reality, this is why the, the earth was flooded. These guys, they started bestiality. They started um, 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 cannibalism because their appetites were insatiable. Because they were half human and half um, uh, angel, then there were certain things. It was like the DNA didn't mix. So it almost made like a rabbit dog in a sense. You know what I'm saying? Or you know how you make dogs too close and then they be crazy? That's basically <laughs> what this created. Even though they had magical abilities, these are the people that uh, built the um, pyramids and all of these massive um monolithic structures that we can't figure out how they built them and the machinery that they used, they didn't use machinery. They used their hands. They didn't need to. If something's 450 feet tall, a big block like that won't be anything for them to move. Plus they had magic. Alright, part three. So y'all see how big these people are compared to them? Do y'all see that? Y'all see how big them? Alright y'all, part four. So, as you can see, these are different versions of the Bible. Um, KJV, ASV, AMP, and the list goes down. I couldn't fit them all in here. Um, but as you can see in the KJ uh, 21, it says, And there we saw giants, the sons of Anak, who come um, of the giants. And sons we were in our own sight as grasshoppers, and so we were in their sight. And, and then you see in the second one, it says the Nephilim right there. Down in uh, AMP, you see it says, then, uh, There we saw the Nephilim, the sons of Anak, are part of the Nephilim. And we were like grasshoppers in our own sight, and so we were to them. Okay, y'all. In, in order for a six-foot man to look like a grasshopper to a person, how tall does that person have to be? Um, if you go up in the St. Louis Arch, I think it's like 623 feet off the ground, and you look at the people, they look like ants. So 600, 600 feet off the ground, whole people and cars look like they're about this big. So in order for these two, two, uh, two spies and Joshua... Okay, this is Numbers 13 and 33. If you don't believe me, you can go look it up for yourself. Okay, in every version of the Bible, it said that there were giants. And uh, the human people were like grasshoppers to them. So, um, if you Google Nephilim, like I said, and you look these things up and, and learn the other names of the giants, because there's a giant family, so there's 200 different races of giants, um, you, you can see that 
all throughout history in every uh, culture they have giant stories I've studied um, the Indians I've studied African history I've studied just about the, the Asian history you name it Celtic history uh, uh, all of those different mythologies and things like that and they all say the same thing that there were humans and at some point in time beings came down and, and got to their women and created a, another race of people that have special abilities. Okay, this is where we get Hercules from. And a lot of people don't know. We'll, we'll, that'll be another video. But definitely, oh, also too, y'all don't know this, but the women that they end up going into, because these people didn't come until the seventh generation from Adam, which was uh, seven generations down would have been the days of Jerry. Okay, look at this. Prior to this, there was no war. There was no, uh, um, they didn't know how to make swords or none of that stuff. The angels taught them all of that stuff, magic uh, uh, potions and, 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 and all, all sorts of things, how to beautify the eyelids, uh, antimony, which is nuclear science. And you can go and read that they had nuclear science all the way back then. Ain't nothing new. The Bible says there's nothing new under the sun. And clearly you can see right here. So we know that the genetic disorder called giantism, where did it come from? Where'd it come from? It came from right here. The DNA was introduced. All right, y'all, yeah. part four. So, as you can see, these are different versions of the Bible. Um, KJV, ASV, AMP, and the list goes down. I couldn't fit them all oh, up here. Um, but as you can see in the KJ21, uh, it says, and there we saw... Yep. Um, so glad I found your content, comma. I'm an autodidact as well. Exclamation point. When I'm governor of Arizona, comma, you'll be invited to take part In some scholarly action, exclamation point, smiley face. Okay, right. Giants, the sons of Anak, who come um, of the giants, Anak. and Who's we Anak? were in our own sight as grasshoppers, yes. and so we were in their Anak. sight. And, and then you see in the second one, it says the Nephilim right there. Who is enough? AMP, you see, it says, then, uh, there we saw the Nephilim, the sons of Anak, are part of the Nephilim. And we were like grasshoppers in our own sight, and so we were to them. Is that actually okay, Enoch? In, in order for a six foot man Question mark. to look like a grasshopper to a person, how tall does that person have to be? Okay. Um, if you go up in the St. Louis Arch, I think it's like 623 feet off the ground, and you look at the people, they look like ants. So. 600, 600 feet off the ground, whole people and cars look like they're about this feet. So in order for these two, two, uh, two spies and Joshua, Maybe okay, this is Numbers North. 13 and 33. If you don't believe me, you can go look it up for yourself, okay? In every version of the Bible, it says that there were giants. 
and uh, the human people were like grasshoppers to them. So, um, if you Google Nephilim, like I said, and you look these things up and, and learn the other names of the giants, because there's giant families, there's 200 different races of giants, um, you, you can see that all throughout history, in every uh, culture, they have some giant stories. I've studied um, the Indians. I've studied African history. I've studied just about the, the Asian history, you name it, Celtic history, uh, um, all of those different mythologies and things like that. And they all say the same thing, that there were humans. And at some point in time, beings came down and, and got to their women and created a, another race of people that had special abilities. Okay, this is where we get Hercules from. And a lot of people don't know. We'll, we'll, that'll be another video. But definitely, oh, also too, y'all don't know this, but the women that they end up going into, because these people didn't come until the seventh generation from Adam, which was uh, seven generations down would have been the days of Jerry. Okay, look at this. Prior to this... There was no war. There was no, uh, um, they didn't know how to make swords or none of that stuff. The angels taught them all of that stuff. Magic uh, uh, potions and, 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 and all, all sorts of things. How to beautify the eyelids. Uh, antimony, which is nuclear science. And you can go and read that they had nuclear science all the way back then. Ain't nothing new. The Bible says there's nothing new under the sun. And clearly you can see right here. So we know that the genetic disorder called giantism, where did it come from? Where'd it come from? It came from right here. The DNA was introduced. All right, y'all, part four. So, as you can see, these are different versions of the Bible. Um, KJV, ASV, AMP, and the list goes down. I couldn't put them all in here. Um, but as you can see in the KJ uh, 21, it says, And there we saw giants, the sons of Anak, who come um, of the giants, and we were in our own sight as grasshoppers and so we were in their sight and, and then you see in the second one it says the nephilim right there down and uh amp you see it says there uh there we saw the nephilim the sons of an are part of the nephilim and Why we were like grasshoppers in our own sight and so we were to them okay, Why the Israelites in, fighting in order for a six giants. foot man oops all right y'all part four so as you can Why see, were the Israelites fighting the, the giants? Um, KJV, ASV, AMP, and the list goes down. I couldn't fit them all in here. Um, but as you can see, all right, y'all, part five. So, all right, y'all, here go the pictures of the giants I was telling y'all about. Big people and little people. Big cows and little cows. Hopefully, y'all look into it for yourself. The giants was real, y'all. beautiful. I'm going to turn these right, into panels. Here go the pictures of the giants I was telling y'all about. Big people and little giants. people. Big cows and little cows. Hopefully, y'all look into it for yourself. The giants was real, y'all. All right, y'all. Here go the pictures of the giants I was telling y'all about. Big people and little people. Big cows and little cows. Hopefully, Beautiful exclamation points. I'm going to the turn these into... Large right, paintings, comma, panels, comma, a series of giants. Big cows and little cows. Hopefully, y'all look into it for yourself. The giants was real, y'all. All right, y'all. Here go the pictures of the giants. I was Beautiful. telling y'all about big people and little Beautiful. people. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Right. So, yeah, I'm making crab salad, by the way. Sorry, you couldn't have any. <laughs> Okay, oops, did I get that?
All right, y'all. Here go the pictures of the giants I was telling y'all about. Big people and little people. Big cows and little cows. Hopefully. And the way they um, sculpted this. this y'all look into it for yourself. The giants. This was real, y'all. Alright. Okay, this one is like tending to his feet. Like touching his feet. Alright, y'all. Here go the it's pictures of the giants I was telling y'all about. Big people and little people. Big cows and little cows. Hopefully, y'all look into it for yourself. The giants was real, y'all. Alright, y'all. Here go the pictures of the giants I was telling y'all about. Big people and little people. Big cows and little cows. All right, y'all, I see y'all done caused up a stir already. So let me tell y'all something <laughs> about me. First things first, I'm not going to talk about nothing I haven't studied. The difference between me is most people only study what they feel like is their ancient culture. And I understand that exclusion is the worst way to study. Inclusion is the worst, uh, the best way to study. So I didn't just go and study black history. I studied Asian history. I studied Celtic history. I studied Indian history. I didn't just go and, and, and look for only signs of my people being there. And by doing that, I found out that there were Egyptian pyramids everywhere. There are uh, mounds that are even here in the United States that have giant bones in them. They found out that they were giant burial bones, so, uh, uh, burial mounds. So if you go and you look, uh, giant uh, burial mounds, uh, USA, you'll see it for yourself. So we don't even have to go all the way back there. Right now, in the 1900s, in the 1800s, in the 1700s, there were still 13 and 14 and 15 and 12 foot um, skeletons being found in these mounds that we drive by all the time on the highway and we just think it's a hill of dirt or grass over there. And when they've dug those things up, honey, they have found bones right here in the United States. So for the people that don't believe, I want to let y'all know something. The easiest way to hide something from somebody is to put it right in their face. How about that? So, just so y'all know, I'm not going to argue with y'all. Half of the people that's going to be telling me this stuff is fake ain't even went and did the research for themselves. So, I'm the wrong person to try to argue with. I'm just trying to hip our people to some stuff that they didn't know. But as you can see in this picture, this gentleman is way big. He's big enough to carry grown men by their hair. So, if the picture that I put up with the two giant skulls and the people didn't let y'all know, here go y'all heritage, here go y'all ancestors showing y'all right here that it was giants. I'm going. All right, y'all, I see y'all done caused up a stir already. So, let me tell y'all something about me. First things first, I'm not going to talk about nothing I haven't studied. The difference between me is most people only study what they feel like is their ancient culture. And I understand that exclusion is the worst way to study. Inclusion is the worst, uh, the best way to study. So I didn't just go and study black history. I studied Asian history. I studied Celtic history. I studied Indian history. I didn't just go and, and, and look for only signs of my people being there. And by doing that, I found out that there were Egyptian pyramids everywhere. There are uh, mounds that are even here in the United States that have giant bones in them. They found out that they were giant burial bones, so uh, uh, burial mounds. So if you go and you look up giant uh, burial mounds, uh, USA, you'll see it for yourself. 
So we don't even have to go all the way back there. Right now, in the 1900s, in the 1800s, in the 1700s, there were still 13 and 14 and 15 and 12 foot um, skeletons being found in these mounds that we drive by all the time on the highway and we just think it's a hill of dirt or grass over there. And when they've dug those things up, honey, they have found bones right here in the United States. So. For the people that don't believe, I want to let y'all know something. The easiest way to hide something from somebody <laughs> is to put it right in their face. How about that? So, just so y'all know, I'm not going to argue with y'all. Half the people that's going to be telling me this stuff is fake ain't even went and did the research for themselves. So, I'm the wrong person to try to argue with. I'm just trying to hit my You're freaking brilliant. Exclamation as, as point. As you can see in this picture, this gentleman is way <laughs> big enough to carry grown men by their hands. As a... So, if the picture that I put Honest up graduate. with the two giant skulls and the people didn't let y'all know, here go y'all here. Here go y'all ancestors showing y'all right here that it was Come giant. Come to TMU. I'm going. Tama, I am. All right, y'all. I see y'all done caused up a stir so already. Grateful so, let me tell y'all something about me. I found your TikTok first channel. First I'm not going to talk about nothing <laughs> I haven't studied. The difference between me is most people only study what they feel like points. is their ancient culture. Support my and gubernatorial I campaign. That exclusion is the worst way to study. Inclusion is the worst, uh, the best way to study. So I didn't just go and study Black history. I studied Asian history. I studied Celtic history. I studied Indian history. I didn't just go and 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 look for only signs of my people being there. And by doing that, I found out that there were Egyptian pyramids everywhere. There are uh, mounds that are even here in the United States that have giant bones in them. They found out that they were all right, y'all. So these my babies, right? These big Bibles, they weigh about 40 pounds, and it's only 800 in the world, y'all. That Bible at the top, that's in Arabic, that actually came from Heliopolis, Egypt. Underneath that, above the five books of Moses, y'all, is an Ethiopian Bible. And this is my pride and joy. This Bible here <laughs> is older than... Um, electricity cars and telephones i just mm -hmm. grabbed it but when i say i love books y'all you mm -hmm. can't study without studying awesome. everything and this literally has um mandarin in it there's the Vegeta, the quran norse mythology giants y'all see you can't you gotta know where you where you reading about and where you looking at i'm gonna take a deep down here now i ain't dusted these because i just world of scripture Bible fairy tales. These are some of my babies. <laughs> and then That's I'm awesome. show y'all one of my pride and joys. Now this I'm sad about. It's only four hundred in the world of those two, right? But look, I got some good stuff in here. These are my inkwells for my glass pen set that I have. I'm a nerd for real, y'all. <laughs> Everybody else be wanting Birkins. I just want books. That's awesome, exclamation point. Forget them Birkins. Will you be my friend? Ex uh, question mark. Uh, a lot of people don't even know these books exist, y'all. I'm a nerd, too. Ooh. All right, y'all. So exclamation point. Babies, right? These big Bibles, they Oxford, Tom Berkeley. And it's only 800 in the world, y'all. That Bible at the top, that's in now, Arabic, that actually Governor. came from Heliopolis, Egypt. Underneath that, above the five books of Moses, y'all, is an Ethiopian Bible. 
soon to and be this is my pride and joy. Arizona. This Bible here is older than um, you run for office too, sweetie. And telephones. I just grabbed it. But when I say I love books, y'all, you can't study without studying everything. And this literally has um, is an excerpt from um, the first infancy of Jesus Christ. I know that in KJV and all these other Bibles, you just hear that he was born and some angels came and sung and some wise men came. But there's more, y'all, right? So this is part one of the infancy of Jesus. Now, I'm going to skip chapter one. You guys can go read it. It's on Sacred Text, our handy-dandy notebook. That's what we're going to start calling Sacred Text right now, our handy-dandy notebook, right? Mm -hmm. And I also want to say this to everybody that commented, the the, the, the side conversations, everybody giving everybody information. Y'all, y'all are making me so excited. Like... Y'all don't know, we almost made it to 300,000 views with that giant um, thing. It's actually been translated into Spanish, which is really cool. It's been shared abroad. So I just want to thank every single person that looked at the video, checked it out, went. And if you did some research, that's why I kind of um, took a couple of days off. I wanted to give y'all some time to go get y'all books or at least find the PDFs and be able to follow along with me because, you know, it ain't no fun if you can't write it down and stuff for yourself and be able to, to you know, go back and see what you've already done. So that being said, y'all, we're going to start this story time. So we've always been told that there was only one story of Jesus's birth. Well, there's another, and it's in the first infancy of Jesus Christ. Um, and then it's also in um, the book of Thomas, the contender. Okay, so those are two books on sacred text where you can go and read this story. And, of course, because it's different translations, there's going to be some conflicting things, but that's not the point. We just need to get the story. You see what I'm saying? Folks always get caught up on a little detail, so they never get to be the big, see the bigger picture, right? So I just want to say um, my eyes are a little crazy, and I couldn't really see this last time, so I'm going to read it on my computer. But um, this is on sacred text, first infancy of Jesus Christ, so make sure y'all go get it so that y'all can go study this. But um, part one, right? So it says, and when the time of his circumcision was come, namely the eighth day, and on which the law commanded the child should be to be circumcised, they circumcised him in a cave. Boom. Our Bible didn't say that. Verse 2, and the old Hebrew woman took the foreskin, others say she took the navel string, which would be the umbilical cord, and preserved it in an alabaster box of oil, of old oil of spikenard. Boom. Remember that, because that's in the New Testament right before Jesus got crucified. Okay, well, I'm just going to bust y'all head right now. Y'all ready? Y'all ready? Nah, I ain't going to give it to y'all yet. I'm going to make y'all hold on. Okay, so it says, um, and she had a son who was a druggist or a perfumist, right, um, to whom she said, take heed thou, or take this um, oil or whatever in this alabaster box and don't sell it, right, because we don't talk like this no more. So, good morning, y'all. Y'all want some story time? Let's do some story time, right? So this is an excerpt from um, the first infancy of Jesus I'm loving Christ. I know that your in channel. KJV and all these other Bibles, you just hear that he was born and some angels point. came and sung and some wise men came. But there's more, y'all, right? So this is part one of the infancy of Jesus. Now I'm going to skip chapter one. You guys can go read it. It's on Sacred Text, our handy-dandy notebook. That's what we're going to start calling Sacred Text right now, our handy-dandy notebook, right? All right, y'all. So, part two to the infancy of Jesus, right? 
So basically this lady, her son was um, what we would call the equivalent today of um, like the, like a cryo center or um, um, they called them a perfumist, but basically they, they were the ones that preserved like t- um, body tissue and stuff like that. So they would put it down in the oil and stuff like that. I can't think of another name for it right now, but basically the lady that delivered Jesus told her son, Take this umbilical cord of this foreskin, put it in this oil to preserve it, and even mm-hmm. if you get offered money for it, don't sell this because this is special. Well, what a lot of people don't know is that's the same alabaster box that Mary Magdalene had, and she she broke it on Jesus' feet. Well, I'm going to tell you the revelation that God gave me, and maybe he gives everyone else different revelation, but the revelation that he gave me with that was Jesus' blood hadn't been shed yet. So then when he was being anointed for crucifixion, there was no pastor, no no bishop. There was no one that could anoint him because the oil is representative of his blood. So it made sense that the umbilical cord or the oil um, that was mixed with his blood was the oil that, I hate to say it, a lady of the night had enough money to buy. And then she was able to crack that on his feet. Well, guess what? It was his DNA already in it. Because, because he is God in the flesh, he couldn't be anointed with anyone higher than himself. That's just my revelation that God gave me. And when I read this, it was so powerful because I'm like, wait a minute. That's why the spikenard was so important because it already had his DNA in it from when he was born. How they preserve the umbilical cords now for for that same type of thing, just in case something happens. Boom. This is where they got that from. Not new. So, um, and it's also the oil that she used to wipe wipe his, you know, wipe his feet with, with her hair. So we move on down to five. It says, then after 10 days, they brought him to Jerusalem. And on the 40th day from his birth, they presented him in the temple before the Lord, making the proper offerings for him, according to the requirement of the law, law of Moses, namely that every male, which opens the womb shall be called holy unto God. Did y'all know that? What? I didn't until a couple of years ago. So then it says at that time, O Simeon saw him, um, saw him, I'm sorry, y'all. At that time, O Simeon saw him shining as a pillar of light. And when um, Mary, the virgin, his mother, carried him in her arms and was filled with the greatest pleasure at that sight. And the angel stood around him, adoring him as the king's guards um, stand around him. And then Simeon, okay, y'all, this is getting right cut off. So it says, then Simeon going towards Mary and stretching his hands towards her said to her, the Lord Christ, now, oh, my Lord, thy servant shall depart in peace according to thy word. All right, y'all. So, part two to the infancy of Jesus, right? So, basically, this lady, her son was um, what we would call the equivalent today of, um, like, the like a cryo center or... Um, um, they called them a perfumist, but basically they, they were the ones that preserved, like, t- um, body tissue and stuff like that. So they would put it down in the oil and stuff like that. I can't think of another name for it right now. But basically, the lady that delivered Jesus told her son, take this umbilical cord of this foreskin, put it in this oil to preserve it. And even if you get offered money for it, don't sell this because this is special. Well, what a lot of people don't know is that's the same alabaster box that Mary Magdalene had and she she broke it on jesus's feet well i'm gonna tell you the revelation that god gave me and maybe he gives everyone else different revelation but the revelation that he gave me with that was jesus's blood hadn't been shed yet so then when he was being anointed for crucifixion 
there was no pastor, no no bishop. There was no one that could anoint him because the oil is represented. I think your revelation is. I think your revelation is spot on. Exclamation points. Great. Okay. A lot of people. So I'm gonna tell y'all a story. Okay. So it was this lady, and she was with this man, right? And she kept uh cheating on her husband, right? So like every time she lies, say she going to see her daddy, and when she go see her daddy, I don't know, she down there getting it in, right? <laughs> it was so crazy because the husband would like take her back, and she kept having all these kids, right? By all these different people, like she was married. But she kept having all these kids by all these different dudes, these little side pieces and stuff, right? So finally, one time, she go visit her daddy. And um, some people come knocking on the door. And they, and, and wait a minute, before she went and, and visited her daddy, uh, her husband came down to the daddy house. He like, I'm about to go down here and see what she's doing because I'm, I'm sick and tired of every time she go to her daddy house. You know what I mean? Like, I can't get a hold of her. A lot of people. So, I want to tell y'all a story, okay? So, it was this lady, and she was with this man, right? And she kept uh, cheating on her husband, right? So, like, every time she lies, say she's going to see her daddy. And when she goes see her daddy, I don't know, she down there getting it in, right? It was so crazy because the husband would, like, take her back. And she kept having all these kids, right? By all these different people, like, she was married. But she kept having all these kids by all these different dudes. Mm. Oh, shit. A lot of people. So, I want to tell y'all a story. Okay? Oh, shit. So, it was this lady. Her husband came down to the daddy house. He like, I'm about to go down here and see what she's doing. Because I'm, I'm sick and tired of every time she go to her daddy house. You know what I mean? Like, I can't get a hold of her. A lot of people. So, I want to tell y'all a story. Okay? Mm. Okay, I'll part two. Story time, so cheating way part two. Here, and when she get down here, right, uh, some people come knocking on the door. And they like, hey, who was that dude that came in here? We need to talk to him. And her daddy is like, nah, y'all don't, you know, need nothing to do with him or whatever. They like, nah, send him outside because we need to get to know <laughs> Right? So the dad is like, nah, y'all not going to get to know him. But I got this good old daughter in here or this maid or whatever. You know what I mean? Um, y'all can have one of them, right? So the daddy sends the daughter out. <laughs> sad, right? And, um, uh, it's a big old, um, hate to say it, like gangbang that goes on the whole night. I know this sounds horrible, but that's what it was. Um, she was violently attacked by the city. And when the husband woke up the Sweet. next morning, he was going to go looking for her. And when he opened Okay, y'all part two. So the husband get down here. When she get down here, right? Uh, some people come knocking on the door. And they like, hey, who was that dude that came in here? We need to talk to him. And her daddy's like, nah, y'all don't need nothing to do with him. All right, y'all. So when they open up the door, she was laying there on the steps of the door. Um, dead. Right? This story is in Judges chapter 19. And 
It was mind-blowing because um, the very thing that she couldn't quit doing was the thing that killed her. Hmm. It was fun and games when she had control over it, but it came to a point where she didn't have no control, right? No, it's a brutal story, but it's a good one. Y'all want to check it out? Go see what happened. <laughs> <Judges 19. laughs> All right, y'all, so when they open up the door... She was laying there on the steps of the door. Has anybody taken the time to look up what the word Chernobyl means? Give me a clue. Chernobyl means black. Has anybody taken the time to look up what the word Chernobyl means? Give me a clue. Chernobyl means black. Has anybody what? taken... <laughs> platform is just up your alley i really love your zest for learning this god is so sexy thank you i will now wow put the stuff in our face the movie hot time tub Mach hot tub time machine has an energy called chernobyl in russian cherny means black knowledge is truth Wormwoods. As we know, the beginning of life is in Africa, so the whole is black African. Experimenting with black. Someone sells a little more than you think. Wormwoods. Okay, and say what? Black stock or black grass? Look up wormwoods. Like your content. Okay. I'm gonna look up wormwoods. Uh, some derisive laughter. Uh, where's the derisive laughter? <laughs> what a burn, what a cut, stick your finger up your butt. Sweet Clyde, laugh derisively at him. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet Clyde, laugh the rest. Okay, anyway. <laughs> Wormwoods. Wikipedia. <laughs> Wormwood. Wikipedia. Refers to biology, places, arts, and entertainment, fictional entities, film and television, literature, Artemisia, Absinthia, Wormwood. Okay. Uh, fuck. Why? Why is everybody's mugworts? Absinths. Wormwoods. 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 Wormwoods is a moderately poisonous species of Artemisia native to temperate regions of Eurasia and North Africa and widely naturalized in Canada and the northern United States. It is grown as an ornamental plant and is used as an ingredient in the spirit absinthe and some other alcoholic beverages. Have to get some. Cultivation uses, okay, is an ingredient in the spirit absinthe that is used for flavoring in some other spirits and wines, including bitters, basque, vermouth, and pilinkovac. 
This medicine is used for dyspepsia as a bitter to contract poor appetite for various infectious diseases, Crohn's disease, and RGA nephropathy. In the Middle Ages, wormwood was used to spice mead. Oh, I didn't know that. And in Morocco, it was used with tea called Sheba. Huh. Wow. Well, see, I had a lot of apple tea in, in uh, Morocco. Freaking delish. Wormwood was traditionally to relatively common as a bitter and spice. In farmhouse brewing in Denmark and to some extent Estonia. In 18th century England, wormwood was sometimes used instead of hops and beer. Hmm. Wormwood clippings and cuttings are added to chicken nesting boxes to repel lice, mites, and fleas. Well, don't they eat that stuff? Uh, Violin et al. 2013 and Gonzalez Coloma et al. 2013 found the unique terpenoids of the Gonzalez Coloma chemotype make this strain especially promising for insect control. Hmm, interesting. I'd definitely have to get some. As a 2020, a company named Ecoflor Agro is investing heavily in increasing the planted area of this strain, hoping to commercialize it to a degree attempted but never achieved due to unreliable supply for botanical insecticides. Before. Interesting. Cultural history. In, oh, here we go. In the Bible, the book of Revelation tells of a star named Wormwoods that plummets to earth and turns a third of the rivers and fountains of waters bitter. Huh. Nicholas Culpepper insists that Wormwood was the key to understanding his 1651 book, The English Physician. Richard maybe describes Culpepper's entry on this better-tasting plant as a stream of consciousness and unlike anything else in the herbal, and states that it reads like the ramblings of a drunk. Culpepper biographer Benjamin Woolley suggests the piece may be an allegory about bitterness, as Culpepper had spent his life fighting the establishment and had been imprisoned and seriously wounded in battle as a result. William Shakespeare referred to Wormwood in his famous play Romeo and Juliet. Act 1, Scene 3. Chi Julia's childhood nurse said, For I had then laid wormwood to my dug. Meaning that the nurse had weaned Juliet, then age 3, by using the bitter taste of wormwood on her nipple. Ah. Okay. Interesting. Never knew that. John Locke, in his 1689 book titled An Essay Concerning Human Understanding, uses Wormwood as an example of bitterness, writing, For a child knows it certainly before it can speak the difference between the ideas of sweeter and sweet and bitter. Sweeter. I.e., that sweet is not bitter. As it knows afterwards, when it comes to speak, that Wormwood and sugar plums are not the same thing. Edwin Arlington Robinson relates in a poem how Cliff Klingenhagen gave a guest a glass of wine while drinking a glass of wormwood himself. He concludes, I have spent long time wondering when I shall be as happy as Cliff ha Klingenhagen is. <laughs> I'm going to try to find some of this on Facebook Marketplace. Okay, you let me know when you're ready for pickup. Okay, thanks.
about my plumeria. one and a pink one what happens with call you know where he is what happens with call i don't understand your message period i tried to call you yesterday how much say hi and to check and see how you are Period. Hope everybody's well. Exclamation points. Did you know that Uncle Frank C. Genovese died? Question mark. I got notification in the mail comma, that I was in line in the trust to inherit somewhere between one and fifty million dollars. Exclamation point, but, comma, the trustee is saying that since Mama G and Fino died, comma, that award goes back to her. Exclamation point. Have you heard anything about this? Do you know any of the Genoveses? Like Anthony Genovese. Comma. There's like 15 people named in the trust as beneficiaries. Fino. <laughs> Bell did something wrong. Okay. Anyway. Thanks for uh, coming along for the ride for my, uh, answering my... Okay. Okay. Um. Um. Can you please tell me your email so I can... Just send it to you, question mark. I... That email gets swamped. Love you too, Bay. That's my Nora. Thank you for pushing it to the I should hope you can support this in the future. Uh, great. Yes. What other products do you sell? Question mark. I'll, I'll have a look. Come if you send me a link, please. And thank you. Smiley face. Okie doke. Um, so where were we? We were um, listening to this awesome lady's... Look, I, I didn't... I don't get it. Um, black was black. Chernobyl. Uh, it sounds like some... They're intimating that 
experimentation on black people. I don't understand what you're trying to say, periods. Care to elaborate? Question mark. I looked up one word. Wormwoods. It was a star that hit the earth and turned its waters bitter. Black is... There was black people there before where they're telling us everyone is black. Okay. Good morning, y'all. I don't even know if nobody's gonna be watching this or not. So everybody keeps asking me about my books and <laughs> wanting to know more about the giants and different stuff like that. So I pulled out some of my stuff so I can show y'all. Um and hopefully you guys can get an idea of um why I started studying and stuff like that. So um one of the first books that y'all might want to look into, believe it or not, is The Odyssey. It's a lot of mystical beings and stuff that's mentioned in here mm -hmm. that are mentioned in other cultures, like the Cyclops, and then also uh, the Akkadians. So a lot of the giants and stuff, a lot of the uh, mystical beings that we've heard about, they're, they're mentioned in here. But how I even got to reading this... What's the Bible, y'all? This this stuff is mentioned. All of the stuff that's mentioned in the Odyssey is mentioned in the Bible, right? But hold on, right? Y'all ever heard of Gilgamesh? Y'all know who he is, right? So there's two different stories that this dude might be Nimrod as well. Now, I don't know for sure. I'm still doing my, my, my research, but I want to show y'all something. So, and I'm going to tell y'all, I never bring my books outside ever, 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 ever. They never leave my library. So this is like, this is real. And I got a whole stack of books over here. A whole stack. Right? So this guy, right? Gilgamesh. I want to show y'all something. This is the Akkadians. These are the people that y'all, when y'all look online and y'all see them statues and they look like that, but but they have wings, y'all. Nobody ever really paid attention to that, I'm sure, right? Well, maybe y'all have. I don't know. I can't say what people don't pay attention to. But this book is um, the LaRousse uh, Encyclopedia of Mythology. If you can get this, it's great because it has the mythology from all different cultures in it. It's not just uh, Egyptian or African. It has Chinese. It has it has everything in it, right? And this this was a really good find, honestly. So I want to show y'all some of the stuff. Oh, just so you know, I talked to y'all about names being changed, but it being the same people. So here is a person, same people, right? Same people. Y'all see that one? Gilgamesh, Sargon the Magnificent. Ain't that crazy? Same picture. Well, y'all see it? Different name. People think I'm crazy, but you can't study without finding out. So Sargon the Magnificent and Gilgamesh, same picture, different name, y'all. I should I'm do a podcast on Gilgamesh. You have to know what you're looking for in order to study completely. So definitely look up Gilgamesh and Sargon the Magnificent, right? Now, I want to Fascinating show you exclamation point. Look, I'll have to do a podcast on, on Gilgamesh and Sargon. Y'all see that? He got wings, y'all. That's Sargon. 
That's this dude right here. So look, y'all see his? Y'all, uh oh, upside down. Give me a second, y'all. I'm new to this live stuff. Uh -huh. Y'all see that? That's the same person. <laughs> Good morning, y'all. I don't even know if nobody's gonna be watching this or not. I'm crazy, but you can't study without finding out. So Sargon, the Magnificent, and Gilgamesh, same picture, different name, y'all. I'm telling you, the name means something. You have to know what you're looking for in order to study completely. So definitely we look up Gilgamesh and Sargon, the Magnificent, right? Now, I want to show y'all this. Look, boom, here we go again. I don't know if y'all going to be able to see that. But y'all see that? He got wings, y'all. He got wings. That's Sargon. That's this dude right here. So look, y'all see his... Uh-oh, upside down. Give me a second, y'all. I'm new to this live stuff. Y'all see that? That's the same person. Yeah, same hat and everything. It's the same person. It's the same person. Y'all see it? Hold on. So, Sargon. Same hat, comma, beard, and everything. And here's his Exclamation point. Right? So, why does he have wings, y'all? Tell me why he got wings. He fly. Somebody. Tell me why he got wings. Now, when you start going back and looking at Persian history, Egyptian history, you're going to see these people now. You can't unsee this. I'm telling y'all right now, you can't unsee it, right? This dude is mentioning so much history all over the world, y'all. Go look up Sargon. Go look up Gilgamesh. Go look up the stories now. Because in one of these pictures I'm going to show y'all, he holding a lion like it's a cat. Give me a second. Oh, let's look at this one. This look familiar? Hmm, yeah. Hmm. Iraq. Y'all see that? Babylon. You see it? Right? Why does he have a human face and a horse body? Jasher tells us why. Because they start gene splicing and doing a whole bunch of stuff. There. Oh, here go another one. Hmm. Them is human legs on there. Those are human feet. Do y'all see that? Them is human hands and human feet. He got a bird face and wings. But the Nephilim wasn't real. Giants wasn't real. Mystical beings wasn't real. Y'all better start getting out y'all here. <gasps> All right. Here goes Sargon. Now, I just showed y'all the picture of that dude. And look what's right next to him. But they said these ain't real, y'all. Do y'all see this? It's right in books in our face. I got to move my tea over. Hold on. Look. Wings. Boom. Y'all see that? That's the dude. That's him. Hold on now. See, you got to know how to put two and two together. Here we go. Y'all see it? Here we go right here. Here's Gilgamesh. There go the face. And boom. Why is he with a dude that got a bird face? If this ain't real, why we got two different books with two different names for this dude? And then when I go and I look in the history books, and these are real things that are over in Persia. These things have been carved years and years and years and years ago. Y'all still don't believe it's real. I'm crazy, but you can't study without finding out. So Sargon, the Magnificent, and Gilgamesh, same picture, different name, y'all. I'm telling you, the name means something. You have to know what you're looking for in order to study completely. So definitely we look up Gilgamesh and Sargon, the Magnificent, right? Now, I want to show y'all this. Look, boom, here we go again. I don't know if y'all going to be able to see that. But y'all see that? He got wings, y'all. He got wings. That's Sargon. That's this dude right here. So, so yeah, this is Trova underscore Sarka uh -oh, 22. Give me a second, y'all. And what do they have on the side of them? Boom, wings. 
Why? In two different places. This is the tree of life. Y'all know that? Yeah. Y'all know this? I love this one. Okay. I'm going to so turn this into a panel. Now, I'm going to show y'all something mind-blowing. Y'all ready for this? So yes, this I love this. A big book that I have. One comma, right? I'm going to turn this a into chart. a big panel. Right? But I want to show comma, y'all something that's on here that is mind-blowing, too. This is a biblical book. But do y'all see that they got um, centaurs and mermaids? Are you? No, kitty, not do now. Do y'all see that? Not right now. No, fuck off. Why is this in a biblical Kitty. history book if it ain't real? Y'all see mm-hmm. it? I'm about to show you what book it is. Hold on. You can buy this on Amazon, too. This thing folds out six feet, y'all. It shows the flood, the Tower of Babel. The time chart of this? biblical history. Wow. And guess what? It has uh, Chinese history in here. It has the bloodlines in here. Persian Empire, Asia. Wow. Um, their, their wow. Thing, it, it, come, it, it comes with everything. Look at that. Hold on. Let me bring this over here so y'all can see. Y'all see that? So if you that really book. want to study the bloodlines and you want to know that book. this information, the last book. Um, that book! Exclamation point. Sargon, the Magnificent. And then the mythology book was the LaRousse um, Encyclopedia of Mythology. Listen, when you go and you study more than one history, stuff starts making sense, y'all. Uh oh, I'm knocking over stuff. Give me a second. So, those are a couple books. I can't believe my books is outside now. So, this. This is my Norse mythology book. I'm about to show y'all something. Give me a second. So when I open this book up, y'all, now, they'll say the Nephilim ain't real, right? So this isn't African history. This isn't the Egyptian history, right? Let me show y'all something. Mind-blowing. I don't know if y'all can... Hold on, because I don't want no liquid on my book. Can y'all see this? The region of torture below the Nephil or the Nephilim. Y'all see that? That word Nephil? Oh, torture. If you Google Nephil, Nephilim comes up, which is giants. So this is Norse mythology. This is Thor and all those guys. Why would the word Nephil or Nephilim be in this book? If the giants aren't real. Right? And what do they have on the side of them? Wings. Why? In two different places. This is the tree of life. Y'all know that? Y'all know this? Okay. So that's just that dude. Now, I want to show y'all something mind-blowing. Y'all ready for this? So this is a big book that I have, right? And it's a Bible chart, right? But I want to show y'all something that's on here that is mind-blowing too. This is a biblical book. But do y'all see that they got um, centaurs and mermaids? Can y'all see that? Why is this in a biblical history book if it ain't real? Y'all see it? I'm about to show you what book it is. Hold on. Biblical history. You can buy this on Amazon, too. This thing folds out six feet, y'all. It shows the flood, <laughs> wow. the Tower of Babel. Do you see this? Y'all I'm going to get that it. book. And guess what? It has uh, 
Chinese history in here. That time chart of biblical history book gives me chills, exclamation points. I'm going to get um, one. They're, they're, they, it, 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 comes, it, it comes with everything. Look at that. Hold on. Let me bring this over here so y'all can see. Y'all see that? So if you really want to study the bloodlines and you want to know, it's information. The last book, um, we got Gilgamesh. Sargon, the Magnificent, and then the mythology book was the LaRousse um, Encyclopedia of Mythology. Listen, when you go... Can you do videos on Gilgamesh? Stuff starts making sense, I'm knocking over stuff. Give me a second. So those are a couple books. I can't believe my books is outside now. So, this... This is my Norse mythology book, and I'm about to show y'all something. Give me a second. So when I open this book up, y'all, now, they'll say the Nephilim ain't real, right? So this isn't African history. This isn't the Egyptian history, right? Let me show y'all something. Mind-blowing. I don't know if y'all can. Hold on, because I don't want no liquid on my book. Region of It's torture, not torture. Okay, I'm looking. It's backwards. Uh, the um, so bridge for post region of torture. It says region of Tortu, comma, not torture, periods. Native Americans call North America tortoise islands. It comes from a tortoise. Is a giant tortoise parked there? Exclamation points, exclamation points. And I'm going to tag um, what's Everett Laflamboise. Oh, Asinabi, yeah. Asinabi. Laflamboise. region of torture below the Nephil or the Nephilim. Y'all see that? That word Nephil? If you Google Nephil, Nephilim comes up, which is giants. So this is Norse mythology. This is Thor and all those guys. Why would the word Nephil or Nephilim be in this book? Water They're crazy, ice. but you can't study without finding out. So Sargon, okay. and what do they have? Good morning, y'all. So, um, I want y'all to go back and watch some of the giant videos because I know there's a lot of questions being asked about um, things that we already covered, and I always, I always want to answer y'all questions. So 
if you can go back um, to the videos that have like the words behind it, um, that's when I was describing in Genesis and in Enoch um, about when the watchers came down, they were the judges, and then they decided they wanted to sleep with the human women. That's um, how we got to the last videos we're at. So, um, for you guys wanting to know about the books and stuff like that, if you go back and watch the videos, um, the, the first videos, I think uh, one of them you can see there's giant bones and stuff like that. There's two videos prior to that video. Go back, watch those videos, um, and then, you know, there's a couple others between there so that you guys can catch up because I don't never want to leave nobody behind. I always want y'all to understand. Um, and... Um, also, I want to thank all my new followers, everybody. I want to thank everybody that got on the live and was talking. Like, y'all are engaging me. I'm happy. Everybody, you are awesome! Groups. Exclamation um, point! Exclamation point! I'm podcasting your entire. Um, I know everybody's schedules are really busy. COVID got everybody in a different space, but if y'all could do something for me, for the TikTok next videos week, here. Exclamation point. Take 30 minutes. I don't care if it's on your lunch break. When you cook it. And adding my two cents. You know, whenever you have 30 minutes. And take some time. And adding my two cents. About the things that are going on in your life. Journal about the things that you're learning on here. And adding my two cents. Get in solitude. Maybe listen to your favorite music that's kind of calming. And steal your spirit. That's what up. It's easier to learn when you don't have a lot of distractions. And it's easily to put uh, easier to put the pieces together. I don't have a TV, y'all. I haven't had a TV. I had really had a TV for years. And even when I had one for my kids, I didn't watch it. And then they got to the point where they really didn't watch it either. You know, they would be reading or doing some arts and crafts. And my kids are grown now. I'm actually a grandmother, but I just I'm I'm appreciative of everybody's comments. I'm happy for everybody that's sharing. Thank you so much. Um, and. Uh, you must be a fantastic mother, comma, by the way, exclamation point. It's not about the giants, it's like an ethical story, but it's still a good one. You know, the Bible is full of everything, drama and all kinds of stuff. So I encourage y'all to go back and watch the videos about the giants for y'all that just got here so that y'all could be right on the money with us. So that way we could just keep going forward. Y'all have a great day. Good morning. All right, now y'all, y'all know I'm new here but i'm just gonna let y'all know something if you're coming on here to be mean or nasty to anyone if you're coming on here to attack me or attacking any of the people that are trying to learn on my page i'm blocking you instantly we're not gonna do no name calling we're not gonna be calling folks stupid this is a page where we come to learn period if you want to attack other people you need to go to pages where they like that kind of good stuff good for you sweetie exclamation points um, i only want people on my little Whatever this is, my little TikTok is trying to learn, just trying to educate other people where they have information and get over here. So, if you want to come and start trouble, I've been blocking people all day already. I'm not against blocking They are Russian Trump troll, comma, anyway, exclamation points. It really doesn't understand, it really doesn't know, so they cause a problem so that the other children can't learn. Have a seat, get a pencil, get your tablet out. Shut your mouth. Mm -hmm. All right, y'all. I'm addressing another issue real quick because I see this is a problem, okay? So, when I'm studying, I don't care about the color of the people in the book. The reason that I don't care about the color of the people in the book is because just like in my first, one of my first videos that I did, when I showed y'all, if you Google Maccabees, M-A-C-C-A-B-E-E-S, it's going to bring up 
non-melanated folks. But if you Google B, uh, excuse me, M-E-Q, B-Y-A-N or E-N, it brings up an Ethiopian priest. So for the folks coming on here saying that I'm crazy or that I'm whitewashed or whatever it is, y'all got to go back and watch the other videos. Don't be so quick to speak because sometimes you make a fool of yourself. I understand that the names have been changed, therefore they can change the pictures. That's the first one of the first videos that I did. Y'all got y'all got to check me out before y'all get to talking about what I don't know. Amen, sister. Exclamation right, point. Another issue, real quick, because I see this is a problem. Okay. Hey, did you so, know that when I'm studying, I don't care about the color. Of the, the white the Jesus book. depicted in all the, the pictures the in the West are just like in my first actually. Leonardo da Vinci's gay lover. Question mark. Fun fact. If you Google Fun fact. Fun fact. A scoundrel who was part of the Medici Empire. All right, y'all. I'm addressing another issue real quick because I see this is a problem. Okay, so when I'm studying, I don't care about the color of the people in the book. The re All right, now y'all. Y'all know I'm new. Oops. All right, y'all. Okay, so that was the first her first one. I'm gonna go all the way back to the beginning Cindy right now. Pontier, whose Academy Award for the 1963 film Lilies of the Field made him the first black performer to win in the best Okay, uh oops. Hmm. No, like Hey yo, what happens? What happens? Oh shit. Okay, Trova Sarka. Going all the way to her first video. If you want to send her a send her some money, it's money sign Trova Serka twenty two. I don't know why. I wonder where she gets that name. Baby got back. She's got a lot of vids here. Baby got back. 41 year old brown skinned girl. Baby got back. Beautiful girl. Beautiful girl. Exclamation point. You are a supermodel, comma, like me. Why are we buying green onions? 
when they grow on our onions. What's so crazy is we will throw this onion away, right? We'll throw it away. And guess what? We'll turn around. People want to date me until I'm strong-willed. I need a lot of attention. And a 41-year-old honey... Honey gram? Mama? Fit old lady gang, circa Charva single. Grandmas of TikTok, 41-year-old honey grams. Honey grams, mama. Dancing grandmas. What? I'm on the side of your town. 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 Play it like do it like that. Black History Month coming up. Just thank them. Just thank us for all the good blessings we brought to this graceful land. Huh? Who else don't teach you how to fry chicken like we did? Thank us for that seasoning. Thank us for the seasoning. Huh? White folks. That's what you're showing y'all how to dress properly. We showed you. Wrangler wasn't the way. He writes. Wrangler was not the way. We showed you. You, 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 Your pants ain't supposed to fit like that at the bottom now. (laughs) That ain't how they... Just just go around appreciating black people today. Just go around high-fiving black people. Just thank them. Just thank us for all the good blessings we brought to this graceful land. Huh? Who else don't teach you how to fry chicken like we did? You need to thank us for that seasoning. Thank <laughs> us for the seasoning. Huh? White folks, thank us for just showing y'all how to dress properly. We showed you. Wrangler wasn't the way. Wrangler was not the way. We showed you. Your, your, your pants ain't supposed to fit like that at the bottom now. That ain't how they... We, just... Just go around appreciating black people today. Just go around high-fiving black people. Just thank them. Love you, black peeps. Black peoples, rather, love you, black peeps. Who else don't teach you how to fry chicken? Good morning, y'all. So, I think this might be something that God wants me to address. It has to be. And I know, y'all see, I've been wowing. They know what's to that, right? So I've been getting a lot of calls about um, food scarcity from all over, from everywhere. There are people I've met that I've talked to years ago, decades ago, some people. And uh, it just makes me think back to the videos from 2017, y'all. When I was telling y'all, God told me after 2020 that the the food in the stores was going to be scarce. And there's just going to be all of these things happening. 
So those things that begin to happen, from what I'm understanding, because I get calls from all over the country, people telling me, you know, it's going down. Um, you can't sell your time to your job no more if you don't have the uh, vaccination. They don't want you to work there. Some people, um, and they're not buying your time if you don't, if you're not vaccinated. That's the buy or sell, y'all, without the mark. The food scarcity is here. If you have not gone and gotten um, dehydrators, water filtration straws, um, dry goods, canned goods, those type things, y'all might want to do it. Y'all might want to do it. Um, I know people always think I'm crazy. It's okay. But, uh, yeah. So, because I got a call couple calls where people keep saying just different places in the country they go to the meat market and it ain't no meat there's no fish there's no pork there's no chicken there's nothing y'all so get on it i mean it's been a minute but the bible is fulfilling itself y'all every day the bible is fulfilling itself like for real Y'all better pay attention. Good morning, y'all. So, I think this might be something that God wants me to address. It has to be. And I know y'all see I've been well and pay no attention to that, right? So, I've been getting a lot of calls about um, food scarcity from all over, from everywhere. There are people I've met that I've talked to years ago, decades ago, some people. And uh, it just makes me think back to the videos from 2017, y'all. When I was telling y'all, God told me after 2020 that the, the, the food in the stores was going to be scarce. And there was just going to be all of these things happening. So those things that begin to happen, from what I'm understanding, because I get calls from all over the country. People telling me, you know, it's going down. Um, you can't sell your time to your job no more. If you don't have the uh, vaccination, they don't want you to work there, some people. Um and they're not buying your time if you don't, if you're not vaccinated. That's the buy or sell, y'all. Without the mark, the food scarcity is here. If you have not gone and gotten um, dehydrators, water filtration straws, um, dry goods, canned goods, those type things, y'all might want to do it. Y'all might want to do it. Um, I know people always think I'm crazy. It's okay. But, uh, yeah. So, because I got a call, a couple calls where people keep saying just different places in the country, they go to the meat market and it ain't no meat. There's no fish. There's no pork. There's no chicken. There's nothing, y'all. So, get on it. I mean, it's been a minute. But the Bible is fulfilling itself, y'all. Every day, the Bible is fulfilling itself. Like, for real. Y'all better pay attention. Good morning, y'all. So, I think this might be something that God wants me to address. It has to be. And I know, y'all see, I've been well and pay no attention to that, right? So, I've been getting a lot of calls about um, food scarcity from all over, from everywhere. There are people I've met that I've talked to years ago, decades ago, some people. And, uh, it just... <laughs> Me after getting divorced. 
Me after healing, realizing I deserve better. I'm in, sister. points keep this in mind comma ladies you do 
you set him up for failure. Mothers, anytime that you back him in his room, you are now making a headache and a heartache for the woman that hey, is supposed ducky. to be with him or the women that have to deal with him. How ducky. as a woman will you support your hey. son in the wrong you things that he does mom. and then expect him to stand and be a man? He's not going to do it. These are the men that run back every time some get hard, they run back to their mama. And she and, and she nurses them and bring them on home, which makes it hard for the women that are having to look at this man as a knight in shining armor or the person that is supposed to be their their rock. This is something I dealt with in my marriage, and it was crazy because every single time that things got rough, he got to going. So much so that the mom let him come home anytime. How is he ever going to learn to stand? And this is why I'm now divorced because ain't no way that I'm going to be looking to you to be my knight in shining armor or my rock and you running home to your mama. All right, y'all, can we talk about these mama's boys? First, let's talk about the mamas. When your son is an adolescent and you don't hold him accountable for his actions and make him be honest about the things that he has done or hasn't done, what you do is set him up for failure, mothers. Anytime that you back him in his room, you are now making a headache and a heartache for the woman that is supposed to be with him or the women that have to deal with him. How, as a woman, will you support your son in the wrong things that he does and then expect him to stand and be a man? He's not going to do it. These are the men that run back every time some get hard, they run back to their mama. And she and, and she nurses them and bring them on home, which makes it hard for the okay. and then expect him to stand and be a man. He's not gonna do it. support your son in the wrong in his wrong. You are now making a headache and a heartache for the woman that is supposed to be with him or the women that have to deal with him. How as a woman will you support your son in the wrong things that he does and then expect him to stand and be a man? He's not gonna do it. These are the men that run back every time some get hard, they run back to their mama. And she and, and she nurses them and bring them on home, which makes it hard for the women that are having to look at this man as a knight in shining armor or the person that is supposed to be their their rock. This is something I dealt with in my marriage, and it was crazy because every single time that things got rough, he got to going. So much so that the mom let him come home anytime. How is he ever going to learn to stand? And this is why I'm now divorced because ain't no way that I'm going to be looking to you to be my knight in shining armor or my rock and you running home to your mama. All right, y'all, can we talk about these mama's boys? First, let's talk about the mamas. When your son is an adolescent and you don't hold him accountable for his actions and make him be honest about when you approached that one coworker because you heard they was talking shit about you, but end up check both of them. What?
You look like Doja Cat here. Exclamation point. Gang. This is my sign. Bookworms, books, Midwestern mama. Alright, y'all, so these my babies, right? These big Bibles, they. Y'all, can we normalize telling people your thoughts in the dating process? Your bad habits, the things that you had and you don't want nobody to know. The things that you're gonna do to get under my skin. If you look like this when you go to sleep. What you look like without your makeup and, and your blacked out hair and, you know, all of those things. Can we normalize um, letting people know what we're not good at? Maybe that's why we have a lot of failed relationships, because we only want to tell people the good stuff about us. What about the bad stuff? Y'all, can we normalize telling people your When my people try me because I read the Bible. How from the Bible. Putting on a belt. <laughs> Putting a hoodie on. Medici's systematically changed all depictions of the Christ into a white man, based on the gay lover of Da Vinci and a Medici. Now, what a lot of people don't know is, or maybe you do, people that are of Arabic descent or either Muslim culture, they don't eat pork. Right, but if you go and you go over to Italy or Rome and those places, it's not my history or it's not re Maccabean and Maccabean. Same people, different spelling. Right, this is one of the things that I've run into in my studies, is that or even conversations that I've had with people about the Bible, 
and I hear people of color um, a lot of times say, oh, I don't read the Bible because it's not my history or it's not real. Well, in my 10 years of studying or a little bit longer than that, what I found is a lot of the names have been changed. So it's funny if you go read the Maccabees, M-A-C-C-A-B-E-E-S. The story is about seven brothers that um, were being forced to eat pork. Now, what a lot of people don't know is, or maybe you do, people that are of Arabic uh, descent or either um, Muslim culture, they don't eat pork, right? But if you go and you go over to Italy or Rome and those places, they produce some of the best pork products in the world and consume more pork than pretty much anybody. So when you're reading the Maccabees and you see this picture here, right, and you think about um, a person not eating pork and then you see this picture, right, makes more sense that this guy probably would be a Maccabean priest and would be rather uh, ready to die uh, other than eat pork, right? So... Fun fact, before you say you don't want to read the Bible, do your research, right? Because this is the real guy in the story, and these are the guys that they, you know, I hate to say it, but whitewashed. But if you go and you read the stories, whether you read it of the Ethiopian Bible or of the Maccabees, the Lost Books, it's the exact same story. They're the exact same people, just these are the originals. Maccabees and Maccabees. Look it up for yourself. Is the Ethiopian Bible right, digitized? So a little history lesson, right? Question mark. This guy up here in the corner is I've heard that priest, 2012 Ethiopian, right? These guys over here was the wrong date. Maccabees are who come up, right? Some so this story it's because in the lost books, but in Ethiopian it, right? time Long story short um, these are the same people. Comma, it right? was 2020, comma, which really was a disastrous year. Ethiopia, and these people, they say, are Maccabeans as well. Well, <laughs> I have a bag in here, plastic bag to catch my meat. And I grind my own meat. I save a lot of money doing this. So, hopefully, this will get out a little bit. I don't like catching raw meat, so we're going to do it a little bit at a time. All of these pieces have been cut in like one inch pieces. How does it save you money? Question mark.
Yeah, I know. I said. Like a lion in Zion, Iron Lion Zion.
So is a cat, by the way. Okay, what happens to um Trovasarka Bentidoe? Bentidoe. Wow, she just jumped up to 33.4k followers in just while I've been um doing you know doing this podcast of her all right what animal is my twin do me wrong <laughs> hey Okay, when it cut off, it cut off my gray hairs. By the way, I, I have um, a beauty secret that was inspired by Trump. Remember when he illegally, uh, you know, he broke the law one of those millions of times. And he, uh, he wrote with a Sharpie the trajectory of that hurricane that was, he said it was going to hit. What was it, Alabama? So he drew it in with a Sharpie. Anyway, um, that has a lot to do with my beauty tip. Sharpies. Think about it. Think about it. Anyway, so I'm uploading this to Instagram and I'm making some more coffee and green tea. Chai. Cut the short, they would say it was a lion. Like a lion in Zion. Iron, lion, lion, Cabbage and rice. Cabbage, ham, and cabbage and rice. <laughs> Sounds nice. Okay, so let's get back to the show.
Okay, back to TikTok show. Okay, oh, did I finish them all? Oh my god. Anyway. Has anybody? Oh no. What okay, happens? Yeah. Didn't watch them all, did I? I hate that. The crater. I like. Did you get to the end? Oh no. Hmm. Iron lion scion do 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 Okay, let's see here. Mm. Okay, hers was a All rat. Right, what animal is my twin? Do me wrong. <laughs> Can y'all answer a question for me? Why are men more concerned about where they spend their money than where they put their private parts? Can y'all answer a question for me? Why are men more concerned about where they spend their money than where they put their private parts? Yeah. Can y'all answer a question for me? Why are men more concerned about where they spend their money than where yeah, they put comma, their private parts? Yeah, comma, hello. Can y'all answer a question for me? Why are men more concerned about where they spend their money? looks like some art projects so you'd go back lady resin arts you did this question mark very beautiful Good things about COVID is it kind of shut down dating. Exclamation points. I already had my heydays. Exclamation points. And all the players. Are you looking for somebody that's just super fine and you just, you know, want to do the whole match and pajama set? Like, what what are y'all looking for in relationships? Men and women, like, what are y'all looking for? Like, what? Why are we talking to people on the phone constantly? No man is good enough for me. Like, what's the point of it? Like, are you looking for smiley face? Ladies and gentlemen, can we be honest for a little bit? 
Are we all just out here playing with everybody's mind? Is that what we doing? You know what I'm saying? Trying to see who the best deal is. You know what I mean? Like, what are you actually looking for in a relationship? Are you just looking for sex? Good. No man, it's getting a real women. Kicked up chicken. Roasted garlic and herb. Mm, that's good. Foodie food TikTok. Ooh, look at that. That smoked meat up in there, though. Look at it. Ooh. Oh, yes. So excited. Jealous. Jealous. What type of X challenge? Women, men, relationship goals. Loving the locks. You are so pretty. Comma everything, girl, you got it all. Smiley face. Got it going on. Pretty hot dress. Dang. Come on, one fine grandma. <laughs> Dang, that's one fine grandma. Bling clock I made. Right, I couldn't figure out how to flip it because I'm, I'm really not, you know, I don't really be on live like that or whatever, but this is the thing, right? So this is my dehydrator. It's a tin tray, right? If I open this, you can kind of see there's all these different trays in there and um, it's kind of stained up, but this is also a dehydrator right here and I, have one I do my like and vegetables in this and then I do um, a lot of my meat and stuff in this one, but it could dehydrate 10 pounds of food at a time. So you gotta think 10 pounds of potatoes, 10 pounds of carrots or whatever it is that you're doing. These allow me to, you know, make it not stick, but I wanna show you guys this. So this is the trays that I use to dehydrate milk, butter, or any type of liquid. I don't know if you guys can see that. Um, 
This is going to come in handy, y'all, because there's not a lot of food in the store. So I want to show y'all some of the stuff that um, I've been dehydrating. Like, this is onions. Um, I believe this is um, onions as well. But I, I'm, it might be carrots. Sometimes they change colors. This is celery, right? So this stuff, you just throw it in a pot of boiling water. So this is kind of like fried potatoes. So it's onions, bell peppers, and then um, potatoes. This is carrots. Y'all, I don't think this stuff is going to be valuable. But here in a minute, if there's nothing in a grocery store, you're going to be able to feed your family. Or if nothing else, hell, you can use this to barter with. Those are onions. Um, mm -hmm. I also have seeds, just in case I have to do um, like an inside garden. We never know, right? Um, more potatoes. It's oranges. Um, these are actually mushrooms that I grew myself. Mm. So, um, source of, you know, if there's no meat, we could have that. These are apples. These are sweet potatoes. Grow mushroom vids? Uh, Question mark. And then, what else is in here? Oh, I actually have um, wheat. Actual wheat. So if I need to actually make my own flour, any of those things. And this isn't all that I have. I just pulled some of this out to show y'all. But... With the way that our world is going and the way that the grocery stores and stuff are right now, I'm telling you right now, y'all, these are things that you want to learn, right? So this is my dehydrator. You can learn how to dehydrate your own food. You can learn how to keep it because if there's nothing in the store, what you going to eat, y'all? Because if there's nothing in the store, what you going to eat, y'all? These, you can pour milk on here and dehydrate this. And then if you ever need milk, there's none in the store. You can dehydrate pretty much anything that you want to dehydrate, right? Hmm. So these are potatoes. This is like a whole bag of potatoes, like a five-pound bag of potatoes, y'all. And all you got to do is add water to it. You know what I mean? Nobody's thinking about when COVID first hit, that there wasn't any food in the grocery store. So this is one of the reasons why I started doing this. And I've made my own crew times. Um, this is garlic so if there's no garlic powder in the store if there is no um garlic salt i can make my own y'all this is sweet potatoes sweet potatoes you can use that as flour you know a lot of people don't think these are mushrooms that i grew myself oranges all these things have been dehydrated this is uh onions carrots so you can use this to you know what I mean? Just in case there's nothing in the grocery store, y'all. And these things come in handy. I also bought this. This right here, you can grind your spices with this. It's old school, but I guarantee you this. If there's no electricity, you still need to be able to do the things that you normally can do, right? So one of the things that I <laughs> encourage you guys to do is to get a vacuum sealer and get a dehydrator. Uh, dehydrator, whether it's a big one or a little one, you're going to need one, y'all. Because there's no food in the stores. And they're not telling you that it's going to be less and less, right? If we go to war, that stuff, this stuff is going to be, you know, gone. There's not going to be for fresh vegetables and stuff like that. So, 
you guys definitely want to try to get a dehydrator. They have them on Amazon. This is apples. All of these things can be rehydrated. I even have ground turkey, celery, all of these things, y'all. Y'all might think I'm crazy, but I kept telling everybody we about to go to war. And so I've been prepping. I have uh, bins and bins and bins of this stuff, canned goods and stuff like that. So hopefully you guys are going to be Hopefully we won't have to go to war. You need this. Hopefully we won't have to go to war! Exclamation point. Fuck that! Exclamation point. Girl, comma, you and I... You guys gotta pay attention. And progressive, awesome women like us need to all run for office at the same time. Exclamation point. And take back our country. the Olympics there would be snow on the ground, there was gonna be a bomb, and then there were gonna be all these different countries that were going to... Well, we're, you know, America's never minded our business ever. We've never done that. I'm just saying I'm trying to help folks out. So, you know, like, if you don't know coming, you guys got to pay attention. Fucking men are destroying so the planet. It's actually predicted this 500 and I think 57 years ago. So, um, if you can go and read, I think it's like the 2000th quatrain. He said that during the Olympics there would be snow on the ground, there was going to be a bomb, and then there were going to be all these different countries that were going to... Um, well, we're, you know, America's what? never minded our business ever. We've never done that. I'm just saying I'm trying to help folks out. Bunch of countries look. So, you know, like, if you don't know, you can, finish your thought. you can get popcorn seeds. You need cornmeal to make flour and, you know, different things like that. So you can grind these. I actually have a grinder that grinds those. Um, I have a meat grinder that is attached to um, my KitchenAid so that I can grind meat. I tried to show you guys that the other day. These things are going to be valuable, y'all. If, you know, there's nothing in the store, you need to be able to add water to whatever you have and feed your family. So hopefully you guys, I mean, our bear's falling out and whatever, but these things are going to be valuable. Pour some milk on here and your baby can have milk. You dehydrate it now. Later on, your babies can have milk or whatever. So these things are going to be very valuable. I hope and pray that you guys are paying attention because, yes, I clown and I have a good time, but if I showed y'all my little stash, y'all, you know, y'all trip. Seriously, I have water filtration straws. As a matter of fact, I'm going to sit you guys just, I'm going to prop you guys up right here. Just give me a second. I don't know if you guys can see, so <laughs> just, I'm not good at this whole one live stuff, so Where's give me a few pause? minutes. I'm going to show you guys something. Oh, it's on live. <laughs> All right, y'all. So this is how serious it is for me. Just a little quick. You guys can see. This is how it goes back to my extra scenes that I have. But it's a cheap set. But these are solar power walkie-talkies. The other one's in the bag. This is... For my backpack, somebody's gonna be trying to do something to me, but these right here, hold on, I'll show you guys. This right here is a water filtration star. It'll it will purify 350 gallons of water. So you could dip this down in a dirty, 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 dirty uh, stream and filter water. You never know. You never know what's gonna happen. You never know what is gonna be. So. These are the things that I, I have binoculars. 350 you know, gallons, that's, 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 awesome. that's a good, good I'm amount. Prepared. I'm definitely going to be prepared, and my family is definitely going to eat. 
So, guys, pay attention. Citizens who are in Ukraine and might be there during an invasion, what scenarios would you put American troops to rescue and get Americans out? They're not. That's a world war. When Americans and Russians start shooting at one another, we're in a very different world than we've ever been in. Not even on behalf of simply evacuating Americans? No. Huh? How, how, how do you do that? How do you even find them? This is not like I'm hoping that if, in fact, he's foolish enough to go in, he... Citizens who are in Ukraine and might be there during an invasion... What scenarios would you put American troops to rescue and get Americans We're out? Just They're not. That's a world war. Good morning, y'all. I want to show y'all some um, staples. I think that with the way that the world is going right now, that you should probably have in your kitchen. Um, let's see. Brits. Okay. So <laughs> one of the things you should definitely always <laughs> keep, bacon powder, right? Okay. You keep this so that um you need to make some bread things like that you know you can you can do that bricks is another yeah, thing that you can keep this can um be ground down and made into a type of corn flour or you know cornmeal um this is anthem gum and if you have different allergies or different things like that um this can be used for baking stuff like that so it's, it's really good right um these are some of the things that you'll need if you're going to be dehydrating food citric acid is normally used for like vegetables fruit um things like that uh definitely some tender quick um this is a uh, curing salt so if you want to uh cure your own meat or if you have to do that you want to have that alternate types of flour are always going to be good because flour sugar butter all those things they leave very quickly so definitely get some um different flowers and stuff in your cabinet just in case the stores don't have it um i have canning salt and pickling salt as well kosher salt baking soda and yeast one of the first things that everybody said was gone was um was yeast or bread so how you gonna make bread you don't got no yeast so I keep that. That's one of the things that I keep. If there's no milk and if there is no butter and you have to make food that calls for both, they have this dried buttermilk and you just add it to whatever recipe you're making. So then if there's no butter and there's no milk, you can still, you know, do certain things and make sauces. It does. It does all of that. So these are some things that I have. In my cabinet, you make your own buttermilk with like vinegar or um, something like that. Even have this, uh, they have all different flours. I have flaxseed, so you can um, you can use that as a flour just in case there's no regular flour, y'all, because that was one of the things. Uh, cornmeal ran out, all that stuff ran out, right? So these are all um, alternates to different types of things. So you'll still be able to feed your family, make bread or whatever it is. Like people aren't thinking about this, but eggs, milk sugar salt flour all those things go first right so get some of this put a couple of these in your cabinets make sure you keep some grits you can grind that and make flour definitely keep some yeast y'all because when there's no bread if you have flour a little bit of salt and that you can make bread for your family so definitely good morning y'all i want to show y'all some um, you would make a fantastic senator from st louis right now that you should probably have in your Exclamation kitchen. points. Um, 
see. Okay, so one of the things you hmm, can you be ready in ten? Sweet. Sweet. A nerd nobody wanted in school. GMA baddies. What does that stand for? Alright, Mr. Skies, right oh, here bummer. in the video, honey. So, this is um, a fragment from oh, the bummer. Periods. that was taken out of the Bible. Um, and it talks about the giants and I how just they came about. Now, if you binge watch all of your videos, comment, and turn them um, into a podcast. Verse. Sad face. Um, the first thing that it says is the same as this up here. It says, and it came to pass when the children of men Do you have a podcast yet? There were born Question mark. Beautiful and comely daughters. And the angels, keyword angels. Mine is. The children of heaven saw them and lusted after them and said, let us come once. Um, let us choose one. You know, basically choose a wife for ourselves. We're going to go through that. So with that being said, if you Google the word Nephilim, right, and you look up bones, there are thousands upon thousands upon thousands of actual photos. As a matter of fact, if you Google Nephilim um, National Geographic, what happens is this huge skull comes up, and then you see two, two humans. You see a human standing in the skull, which is about our size, and then you see a man down by the hip bone. Um, and he's easily probably six feet, but he looks like he's about this big, like an ant compared to these bones. Now, we've all heard the C-5-0 fun story and Jack and the Beanstalk and all that, and we've been told it's all fairy tales. But there were 200 races of giants listed in the Bible, okay? And some of them were the Amalekites, the Amorites, the Anakims, um, the Ashdathites, the Aliens, the Aviites, the Canaanites, the, it's just a whole bunch of names, right? Gergeshites, Gittites, the Jebusites, um, the Zamzumans, the Zebuzites, Zebuzites, and the Zuzumans, right? So We're two-thirds divine, just, exclamation so point. So when you go and you're researching, of course, you, you can just Google giants, but when you're researching <laughs> the giants, how about the reptilians? All right, Mr. Skies Rain, here's your video, honey. So, this is um, a fragment from the Book of Noah that was taken. How about the, the reptilians? Um, question mark. Who are the serpents that St. Patrick eradicated from Ireland? Question mark. Were those the druids? Um, question mark. About, mm, I think it's like the seventh verse. The druids um, the that, that Caesar snuffed out. Question mark. Keyword, angels. The children of heaven saw them and lusted after them and said, let us come once, um, let us choose one, you know, basically choose a wife for ourselves. We don't go through that. So with that being said, if you Google the word Nephilim, right, and you look up bones, 
Oh well, what a bummer. I finished all her videos. Bummer. Shit. <sighs> now what am I going to do? <laughs> Let's see here. Duet. Yeah. Did you know? Whoa. Right. Okay. Can you, um... I just so. finished watching all your vids when I'm studying, and podcasting about them. The reason that I don't care about the color of the people Periods. in the book is because just Can like you in, recommend my first, one of my first videos that I did when I showed y'all, if you Google Maccabees, M-A-C-C-A-B-E-S, it's going to bring up non-melanated folks. TikTokers. But if you Google B, uh, excuse me, M-E-Q, B-Y-A-N, or E-N, it brings up an Ethiopian priest. So for this the type of thing? Here, Question mark. I'm crazy or that I'm whitewashed or whatever it is. Y'all gotta go back and watch the other videos. Don't be so quick to speak. Who cover this type of thing? Question mark. I understand that the names have been changed. Therefore, they can th change the pictures. That's the first one of the first videos that I did. Y'all gotta, gotta check me out before y'all get to talking about what I don't know. All right, y'all. I'm addressing another issue real quick because I see this is a problem. Okay? So, when I'm studying... I don't care about the color of the people in the book. The reason that I don't care about the color of the people in the book is because just like in my first, one of my first videos that I did, when I showed y'all, if you Google Maccabees, M-A-C-C-A-B-E-E-S, it's going to bring up non-melanated folks. But if you Google B, uh, excuse me, M-E-Q, B-Y-A-N or E-N, it brings up an Ethiopian priest. Right. Okay. Um. Let's learn about. So uh, let's see what's on TikTok about uh, Nimrod. I actually have this old book about Nimrod. Nimrod. F Y four. Jesus Bible history. Okay. Let's let's do the first one. Will Nimrod one two three. Will. The Bible. The Bible says that he was a mighty hunter before the Lord. The Bible says that Nimrod was the first mighty man on earth. The Jewish historian claims that Nimrod wanted to turn the people away from God. The Bible and other ancient texts seem to indicate that Nimrod was the mastermind behind the Tower of Babel. So you could say that Nimrod was the first globalist or first world leader. Because during the time period of the Tower of Babel, everybody was gathered into one place. I believe that the future Antichrist will be very similar to Nimrod. In my opinion, the only way that the Antichrist will rule the world is if globalism comes back. Just like the days of the Tower of Babel. There's no such thing as world peace because Satan runs the world. It's impossible. Nothing righteous or good can come from Satan. So any ideology that's world pushing one you're, you're against world peace? Who was Nimrod of the Bible? The Bible says that he was a mighty You're against world the peace? Question mark. The says that Nimrod was the first mighty man on earth. The Jewish historian claims that Nimrod wanted to turn the people away from God. Bible and other ancient texts seem to indicate that Nimrod was the mastermind behind the Tower of Babel. Will so went to Nimrod Will. was the first globalist or first world leader. 
Close. Because during the time mm -hmm. period of the Tower of Babel, everybody was gathered into... That's weird. Okay, um, let's see. Uh, Fancy and Santana won. them to take the flu shot. If they don't get the flu shot, they lose their job. So we're already seeing kind of a microcosm of that happening right now. A test. Gotta take the shot. You, know, you, can't, you can't be a teacher in school or you can't work at CVS or whatever. You gotta take the shot. So they're already making it mandatory for some people. So we've got a little miniature test going on with that. If you don't take it, there's no cure, no job. You end up being quarantined. Oh, you, you, you don't, don't want to take the shot? You don't want to take what really I believe is going to be the mark of the beast? Well, fine, you're going to have to be quarantined, bring you over here. Well, that means you're not going to have any money, which means you won't be able to buy or sell. That seems to be a good explanation to me to explain why they can't buy or sell, but also explain why they beg for death, but death flees from them, because they can't die, right? So that's if you don't take the shot, you end up with no job, quarantine, no food, but or no food and no buying or selling. Uh, but if you do take the shot, well, you have some interesting side effects. <laughs> It's like those commercials, you know, where you always see the drug that they're offering. You know, side effects may include drowsiness, blah, 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 you know. <laughs> Take the shot. Side effects may include counterfeit immortality, not redeemable, and cast alive into the lake of fire. Ask your doctor if it's right for you. <laughs> All right, you know, I'm, I'm joking about it, but it's serious. That's some serious business right there. And there's going to come a time, especially if we're going through this thing, where some tough decisions may have to be made. When you're looking at your kid that's got this pandemic that they released, and they've got this cure over there, but you heard this stuff, and the Holy Spirit's telling you, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. What does this have to do with Nimrod and his DNA? Well, we're going to have to like, work on that strong faith thing, and believe in God, and trusting in Him. End times, the land of Nimrod, Assyria, the land of Nimrod, Bible stories explains. I, yeah. What does the name Nimrod mean? It comes from the Hebrew word Marad, meaning rebel. Nimrod is mentioned three times in the Bible. Genesis 10, 8 through 12 is the first and most detailed passage. Cush was the father of Nimrod, who became a mighty warrior on the earth. He was a mighty hunter before the Lord. That is why it is said, like it's Nimrod, a, God. a mighty hunter before the Lord. The first before centers the of his kingdom were Babylon, Uruk, Akkad, and Kalnet in Shinar. From that land he went to Assyria, where he built Nineveh, Rehoboth, Ur, Kalah, and Rezin, which is between Nineveh and Kalah, which is the great city. I have a book about Nineveh. The next Nineveh. time Nimrod appears is in a genealogy at the beginning of First Chronicles. His brief listing in First Chronicles 1.10 states, Cush, the father of Nimrod, who became a mighty warrior on earth. 
The final passage also mentions Nimrod in passing. Micah 5, 5 through 6 says, And he will be our peace when the Assyrians invade our land and march through our fortresses. We will raise against them seven shepherds, even eight commanders, who will rule the land of Assyria with the sword, the land with of Nimrod sword. with drawn sword. He will deliver us from the Assyrians when they invade our land and march across our borders. Oh, interesting. According to this passage in Micah, Assyria was still regarded as the land of Nimrod hundreds of years later, at least by the people of God. Interesting. However, How long did he live? very little about Nimrod. What does the name Nimrod mean? It comes from the Hebrew word Marad, meaning rebel. Wow, interesting. Nimrod is mentioned three times in the Bible. Genesis 10, 8 through 12 is the first and most detailed passage. Cush was the father of Nimrod, who became a mighty warrior on the earth. He was a mighty hunter before the Lord. That is why mm -hmm. it is said, like Nimrod, a mighty hunter before the Lord. How long did Nimrod live? The first centers of his kingdom were Babylon, Uruk, Akkad, and Kalneh in Shinar. From that land he went to Assyria, where he built Nineveh. How long did Rehoboth, Nimrod live? Kalah and Rezin, which is between Nineveh and Kalah, which is the great Okay, Nimrod's... Who was Nimrod's? However, Nimrod was a mighty hunter of people in opposition to the Lord. Hmm? He went hmm. in search of people in order to enslave them. He was on the prowl for their souls. What? He intended to put them in servitude. This was why he desired to unite everyone into a single, powerful global empire. Hmm. Nimrod was also a type, a representation of a future world ruler to come. According to the Bible, at the end of the age, a final world dictator will appear <coughs> on this earth. He will be the combination of all the worst characteristics of the world's dictators. Sounds like he Trump. Will be Nimrod all over again. However, Sounds like Trump. Nimrod was a Exclamation point. of people in opposition to the Lord. He went in search of people in order to enslave them. Except Trump is he a chicken hawk with bone spurs. He intended to put them in servitude. This was why he desired to unite everyone into a single, powerful global empire. Nimrod was also a type, a representation like Obama. of a future Sounds like world that's Joe Biden. Sounds like Pope. According to the Bible, at the end of the age, a Pope we have right now is really a nice guy, really great guy. Earth. He will be the combination the Pope we have of right now is a great guy, exclamation point. But... Yes. He will be Nimrod all over again. Francis However, was freaking evil. Was a mighty hunter of people in opposition to the Lord. He went in search of people in order to enslave them. He was on the prowl for their souls. He intended to put them in servitude. What a stupid thing to say. This was why Periods. he desired to unite everyone. You mean it sounds exactly like Trump? Exclamation points. Nimrod was also a type, a representation of a future world ruler to come. Wild. According to the Bible, at the end of the age, a final Megalomaniac world will on this earth. He will be the combination of all the worst characteristics of the world's dictators. He will be Nimrod all over again. However, 
Nimrod was a mighty hunter of people in Okay, fake black Jesus. This is sort of like a preliminary like a warning order. Which the military means I'm letting you know to get ready. I need to get some material on the what's going around there calling it uh, proof of black Jesus. And they'll give you pictures of things like Buddha. <laughs> uh, anyway, <clears throat> uh, what that actually is, it's not that the paint oxidized. The, the man with the. the you big, know that sun disc the white depictions of Jesus are all based on the gay lover of Da Vinci and the Medici question mark a Christ a fake one the first antichrist was named Nimrud or Nimrod and what they're showing you is a everybody people worship this man and he was black you can't call him an African because they all lived in Iraq down there by the Euphrates. And they built themselves a town called Babel. They built a tower there. Jesus as well. was black. So what they're Period. actually trying the Bible to says he had bronze skin. Jesus. And, and this is part of preparing hair. to receive the Antichrist. They're going to reintroduce him at some point. And they're going to use all of this material saying, well, he did go away. And now it's Hello TikTok, I'm a non-religious 20-something reading the Bible for the first time, and today we're talking about Nimrod, so let's go! After the Naked Tent incident, Genesis 10 discusses the descendants of Noah's three sons. I thought I was going to skip over this part when making videos, but something jumped out to me that I couldn't resist. We learned that one of Ham's grandsons is this guy named Nimrod. The Bible describes him as the first heroic warrior on Earth, and the greatest hunter in the world. This made me laugh and confused me at the same time. To me, Nimrod is a silly insult like dunce or moron. My grandma, who I'm obsessed with, is an avid user of the word. I love etymology, so I did some research on how this word became one of my mom and dad's favorite insults. You can see the definitions here, though I've never heard it used in the first context. A skillful hunter. Wait. Dad's favorite insults. An inept person. Informal North American. Literary. A skillful hunter. Nimrods take to the field after everything from prairie dogs to grizzly bears. You can see the definitions here, though I've never heard it used in the first context. The consensus seems to be that the word being used in this way can be traced back to the Looney Tunes. Huh. Yes, you heard that correctly. Basically, after outsmarting Elmer Fudd, Daffy and Bugs would call him a Nimrod sarcastically to insult wow, him. Wow, that's interesting! <laughs> Exclamation point. Thanks for this. And I guess we just took that Good and job. ran with it. So many things can influence language. See you learning is fun. Follow for more. Love you. Bye. Hello, TikTok. I'm a non-religious Good job. reading the Bible for the first time, and today we're talking about Nimrod, so let's go! After the Naked Tent incident, Genesis 10 discusses the descendants of Noah's three sons. I thought I was going to skip over this part when making videos, but something jumped out to me that I couldn't resist. We learned that one of Ham's grandsons is this guy named Nimrod. The Bible describes... Stellar Prophet Vatican has, has head of Nimrod? What? In a jar from USA raid of Tomb of Gilgamesh? Wow. Are they planning to resurrect Nimrod using CERN? How do they plan re resurrecting Nimrod? Whoa. Oh, stellar prophet, somebody's prophecy. Vatican as head of Nimrod in a jar from USA raid of tomb of Gilgamesh. Where was where was the tomb? Where, that's another that's a good question. Oh, where is the tomb of Gilgamesh?
believed found BBC New Gilgamesh tomb. You started to take uh, science and nature. Believed found archaeologists in Iraq believe they may have found the lost tomb of King Gilgamesh, the subject of the oldest book in history. The Epic of Gilgamesh, written by a Middle Eastern scholar 2,500 years before the birth of Christ, commemorated the life of the ruler of the city of Uruk, from which Iraq gets its name. Now a German-led expedition has discovered what is thought to be the entire city of Uruk, including where the Euphrates... Whoa, when is this? Uh, 2003? One Minute World News? Wait, what's the date on this? Ah... Uh, including where the Euphrates once flowed, the last resting place of its famous king. I don't want to say definitely it was the grave of King Gilgamesh, but it looks very similar to that described in the epic Jorg Fassbinder of the Bavarian Department of Historical Monuments in Munich. Told the BBC World Services Science and Action Program. Bavarian Department of Historical in Munich. Bavaria, I didn't know Bavaria was considered, uh, Munich was part of what's considered Bavarian. Magnetic. In the book, actually a set of inscribed clay tablets. Gilgamesh was described as having been buried under the Euphrates in a tomb apparently constructed when the waters of the ancient river parted following his death. He found just outside the city an area in the middle of the former Euphrates River. The remains of such a building, which could be interpreted as a burial, Mr. Fassbinder said. He said the amazing discovery of the ancient city under the Iraqi desert had been made possible by modern technology. By differences in magnetation in the soil, you can look into the ground, Mr. Fassbinder added. The difference between mud bricks and sediments in the Euphrates River gives a very detailed structure. This creates a magnetogram, which is then digitally mapped, effectively giving a town plan of Uruk. Wow. The most surprising thing was we found structures already described by Bill Gilgamesh, Mr. Fassbinder stated. We covered more than 100 hectares. We found garden structures and field structures as described in the epic, and we found Babylonian houses. Wow, cool. We said the most astonishing find was an incredibly sophisticated system of canals. Very clear we can see in the canals some structures showing that flooding destroyed some houses, which means it was a highly developed system. It was like Venice in the desert. Wow. Interesting. Gilgamesh. Okay, but that's not Uruk. Um, but that's where it, it's in Saudi Arabia. Oops. Ayo. God damn it. Where is the head of Nimrod? Tomb of Nimrod discovered uh, in the Hurriyet Daily News. Okay, Nimrod's found watch Jerusalem. Nimrod the Mighty Hunter. This is how the Bible describes this ancient ruler who lived and reigned just following the great floods. Just following the great flood. Nimrod definition. Region of Reign of Nimrod, the book of Jasher, YouTube. Reign of Death of Nimrod. Wow. We're gonna we're gonna listen to the book of Jasher. Somebody recommended in um, Trevor Serkis comment section. Treasure of Nimrod is found in Iraq and it's spectacular. Wow. That's in Wall Street Journal. Okay, treasure. Uh, who was he? Was he goodly or evil? Noah's great grandson, 
Nimrods, and the Powered Tower of Babel. Nimrod Barak, Managing Director, Global Head of Innovation Lab, City and LinkedIn, Head of Nimrod Glacier in New Zealand. Okay, Tomb of uh, um, WatchJerusalem.co.il. Nimrod found them. Nimrod, the money this. Okay. Um, so let's see here. Mm, Britannica. Smite headed the only reference to Nimrod by the Mike Edward. I shouldn't call them. It's called the land of Nimrods. Assyria. So it's basically Iraq. Uruk. Mm, where's that one in Wall Street Journal? <clears throat> um, Wall Street Journal. Treasure of Nimrud is found in Iraq and it's spectacular. How two men pumped flooded vaults to secure missing Assyrian antiquities. Um, yeah, they they knew exactly it was it was uh they knew exactly how to do this. Baghdad, Iraq. Treasure of Nimrud survived 2,800 years buried. Yeah, but it, it uh, was found in, in um, you know, the baggage of, of uh, American soldiers coming back to America as well. <sighs> Treasure of Nimrud survived 2,800 yeah, yeah, yeah. buried near a dusty town in northern Iraq. It then spent 12 years tucked away in a vault. Until Thursday, it was uncertain whether it survived Saddam Hussein's son, a U.S. missile strike, looters, a flood, and a grenade attack, but it has been found intact in the dark, damp basement of a bombed-out central bank building. Huh. Thursday, directors of Iraq's National Museum and a team of U.S. customs agents and officials from the Office of the Coalition Provisional Authority, the Pentagon-run agency managing post-war Iraq. Oh, great. Cracked open five waterlogged. Waterlogged! Wooden crates peered inside and breathed a collective sigh of relief. There in dozens of smaller boxes was the entire collection. 613 pieces of gold jewelry, precious stones and ornaments from the height of the Assyrian civilization in 800 BC. To digitize it! Just pictures of all this stuff. Together the pieces weigh well over 100 pounds. The recovery of the artifacts, which hasn't been made public, is a great boost for the museum, which gained the world's attention in the days after the war when U.S. forces failed to prevent looters from hauling away thousands of artifacts, American soldiers, from uh, ancient civilizations that sprang up in the Tigris-Euphrates Valley. Experts said it was the worst ransacking of Iraq since Genghis Khan tore into Baghdad in the 13th century. Fuck stakes. Genghis Khan tore into Baghdad in the 13th century. Wow. A bunch of little chickies. Um, attacking some desert cane and mint. Mint. Okay. While initial reports talked of some 170,000 pieces stolen, it is now clear that perhaps only a few thousand artifacts were taken. Oh, come on, man. They're just, like, writing off what they stole. Many priceless objects from the museum are still missing, such as the sacred vase of Warka, a Sumerian piece from about 3000 BC. But museum officials, what does it look like? Do they have pictures of these things, or was it just like traded in the, you know, on the black market? But museum officials moved hundreds of the most valuable items into storage rooms in secret locations only weeks before the war. Thank God. 
Good job, museum officials, including some 40,000 ancient books. Islamic manuscripts and scrolls spared away in a bomb shelter. More than a thousand other pieces have been recovered by U.S. officials. Oh, great. What'd they do with them? Fucking give, put them in the Smithsonian vaults. Unearthed in 1988 by Iraqi archaeologists and never seen outside Iraq. <laughs> Sounds like they're hiding something. The Nimrod treasure has been on public display at Baghdad's national... Just a part of it. On, at Baghdad's, I'm sure the... Like... So at least like nine tenths of it are probably never shown to anybody. At Baghdad's National Museum for just a few months before Saddam Hussein invaded Kuwait in 1990, days after the invasion, the treasure was yanked from public view. Its whereabouts remained secrets. One man who long wondered about the treasure was Jason Williams, a British anthropologist and filmmaker who had tried in vain to film the Nimrod treasure in recent years. The only existing film of the pieces was taken when Iraqi archaeologists made discovery with grainy images. Grainy images? What the fuck? Why are there grainy, grainy images in this time, in modern times? Of an archaeologist holding up rings and bracelets still attached to the bones of their former owners. <laughs> These are Iraq's crown jewels, Mr. Williams said recently as he stepped over several feet of smashed glass, twisted metal, and heaps of charred Iraqi dinars. In the hull of the bank building destroyed by a U.S. missile strike. Although the building was gutted, the missile didn't damage the basement or the vaults, but a burst water pipe soon flooded the area. The affable Englishman from a tiny town named Abinger Bottom found an unlikely soulmate for a search in a New Yorker, Marine Colonel Matthew Bogdanos. Anyway, if you've enjoyed this podcast, please follow me across social media and please sign my petition at https colon slash slash go dot slash sf6j